God damn it, Common! Can't you give some of us Yo. some some other shit? You know, it's like Common you're a great fucking cop. <laughs> you're a great a fucking cop. rapper. You're a great actor, and you're just a fucking beautiful human being. Like it's just it's not fair, you know. Stop being a black cop. I will continue to be ugly if I can just rap good. You know, that, just please, just give me one of those things. Like I seriously watched The Kitchen, and he's a fucking black FBI agent. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> like I can't think of a movie he's in where he's not a cop. Uh, Smoke and Aces. He's <laughs> one a movie. He's a hitman in Smoking Aces. The one he did with Queen Latifah. He's a basketball guy. Oh, yeah. Where he's like romancing her or some mm. shit. I don't remember what that one's called, but I know which one you're talking about. Set it off? Close. No. <laughs> no, not set it off. Two totally different movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, either it was the movie or it's not. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it was closer to how Stella got her groove back, the Queen Latifah one he's talking about. Oh. I like the black shallow howl, but in reverse. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm trying to connect the dots there. It's definitely more accurate than set it off. Our broke dude podcast i'm jed chris jake blake and this is episode 155 i'm not gonna lie i honestly kind of forgot we were doing the uh kind of lead-in thing there and so i wasn't 100 percent sure if that was the the go-go or not <laughs> yeah. the soft open yeah so i was like you know what fuck it i'm just gonna say it and he'll either stop me or we'll keep going <laughs> so what's been going on in the world today past not, past couple weeks anything not a whole lot nothing, nothing big nothing major no black guys getting killed by cops no not at all wow that's it's it was it was a <laughs> god damn it i can't even keep the joke damn up. that's good yeah no it is you know what's not good the gold stuff yeah it's just organic it's the only difference yeah Michelob gold is not good it is very good no i just don't like it and breaking shit. Um, so, <laughs> did you just see how big my eyes got? <laughs> Blake got so pissed he about tipped his mic over. Oh shit! Yeah. So, about that. Like honestly, this album couldn't come at a better time. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. 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 Listening to it, that like that's my first thought. Of it's it's morbid, but it's like they. Obviously, they didn't plan any of the lyrics or anything around what happened, but they couldn't have planned for a better time for it to drop right you know and it's gross to th- say that it doesn't feel right to say that but um, i guess you shouldn't say plan i mean just it's a coincidence that it came out during this time yeah yeah but definitely. it mm-hmm. seems it does seem fitting mm-hmm. because like i've watched so many of killer mike's videos of just him talking politics and stuff and like to be honest with you he's the one who kind of inspired me to to uh, do local and and try to find black businesses to support mm-hmm. and like the dude just when he talks i, I want to listen to what he has to say yeah mm-hmm. yeah he's a he's an intelligent and passionate motherfucker mm-hmm. you know and and that's i i've i didn't know a lot of him before run the jewels but since run the jewels came out i've started following him more and more and more and just my respect for has grown for him exponentially every time i see him you know 
um, when he interviewed, did the interview with Bernie Sanders during the 16 uh, election race. I thought that was fucking awesome. So weren't yeah. they in a barbershop? Mm-hmm. I thought so. Yeah, I'm fucking pretty sure. In a barbershop. Because he actually, Killer Mike, owns a barbershop that's in the Atlanta Hawks uh, Coliseum. And uh, it's like up on the third level, so you can get your fucking hair did while you're watching a game. Yo, yeah, that's some fucking Atlanta shit right mm-hmm. there. Damn. But yeah, he's and and his speech after all the rioting in Atlanta that happened was is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, uh, you know, and I I just love the way he talks, and, and he's very. You can tell it's like it's coming off the top, but he's very particular about what he says and how he says it. You know what I mean? It, and it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's cool to see somebody that can be that passionate and, and not fly off the handle at something that he's pissed off about. You know what I mean? Like he's, he stays grounded all the time. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Definitely it, takes some, some type of, of control to be able to not just rant about shit. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, being in the public, I like that. Like understanding that if you're, a black activist, you can't fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much more pressure on you fucking up than there is the fucker in the white house. Yeah. Just going off the handle, saying whatever the fuck he wants. Mm-hmm. Like he's done that for four fucking years now and nothing has happened to him. Yep. But if, if Barack Obama wore a tan suit one time, <laughs> yeah, people went fucking nuts. The end of the world. It It's people don't see the double standard there. And with the, uh, with the NFL coming out and donating money to this shit, mm-hmm. that pisses me off because nothing has changed since the time Cap was kneeling to now. Yeah, it's still been the same shit. Cops have been still fucking people up, and you didn't want to see it. Mm-hmm. But I fucking hate that Cap's a martyr. Like I didn't think it was a great quarterback, but yeah. he's better than some. Mm-hmm. But uh, just and then fucking Michael coming out and donating money. I'm like, nigga, you only did that because that documentary made you look <laughs> yeah. bad. Like, that you had my all this time to fucking do that. Yeah. Like, I, I'm glad you did it, but mm-hmm. man, don't do it because it's a good thing to do, not to fucking try not, to better your image. Yeah, to not tilt scale in your favor. Yeah, that's well, nah, and, and, that's, that's not happening. And bro. not just because some somebody got killed. You know what I mean? Like, he could have done this for fucking years. Yeah, how you, many you know? has there been that he could have done this for? Mm-hmm. And it's just now that he's doing it. Uh, I, it's frustrating, but at the same time, like, I think it's a slippery slope because it's gross when corporations do it, you know, but there are some people that were pissed off about Cap Nealon four years ago when he was doing that, that are now like, okay, I finally fucking get it, Yeah, you know? And it's, so I don't want to demonize everybody for having that stance. Yes. It feels gross when, when billionaires do it. I don't like when billionaires do it because it's like, man, you had this opportunity. We gave you that chance and you wouldn't listen. So now we've gotten to this point where you're forced to listen. Like, And it's it's it's, it's almost like they're trying to save their public image instead of – because now like the, I saw some shit where they did a poll and majority of Americans are okay with players kneeling during the anthem. It shouldn't, shouldn't have took that for the NFL to be like, you know what? Do what you want. You know, There's no gonna, not going to be any repercussions for you – doing a peaceful um, moment, you know? And, and it's, so it's, I, I get it on one hand, but on the other hand, I don't want to demonize everybody right. for that. You know, like you don't, you don't get a parade. Yeah. You maybe get a pat on the back. Yeah. A about fucking time. Yeah. You get a fucking finally. It's, yeah. it's not something that 
you get credit for doing after somebody's been talking about this for years Mm -hmm. and years and years. Yeah. And you finally now decide to listen for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, I was glad to see it, but still, dude, it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, well, it's like you said, like you said last episode, it's, it's fucking exhausting because it keeps happening and keeps happening. And finally now, I think we've finally gotten to that point where the, the straw broke the camel's back, you know, and, and people who weren't, weren't for it or just didn't understand it back then are finally going, okay, this is a fucking issue that needs to be dealt with. No, it took the 60th killing on video for them to finally get it. Right. But Hey, at least some people finally did, you know, I I mean, there, that, that's the thing that I'm trying to, I'm trying to find the bright spot out of that because it's like. Yes, it sucks that it took that long for some people to understand that this is a problem, realize that it was a problem, and fucking do something about it. But at the same time, hey, at least they're doing something about it now, you know? Yeah, that's the pessimist in me that just, like, it took this many fucking people to die for you to finally understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And, and, and you so- still, you don't even fully understand. No. Nope. Because yeah. you still want to say, but, but... Yeah. Or what about, it's not a but or what about, yeah. and or could, why did it take so long? And you could still have all these organizations or precincts or any of that shit going, yeah, we're on your side now. And then it just fucking returns the same thing next week. Like, yeah. It's like battered battered woman syndrome. Yeah. yeah. Like they just keep beating you and beating you and say, sorry, one time. And like, okay, I'll forgive you this time. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. you walk out with a fucking black eye again. Right. Yep. And honestly, in, in the beginning, I, I had a bad feeling that that was going to be the same thing. But now more cities are starting to slowly roll back like minnesota's just straight up defunded their police department yeah um denver has pulled the denver pd out of schools out of, i think elementary schools and high schools i'm not 100 percent sure but like so it's Seattle like did it too yeah and so you're starting to see cities actually take steps that people have been calling for you know and it, it's like well that's a start but this is just the very fucking beginning of it you know there's still a long way to go we're just dealing with one small teeny tiny aspect of this whole fucking shitty system and it's 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 like seeing the them finally starting to take down these fucking slave slave owner statues you know uh, first of all if you haven't seen the video of people in bristol pulling that shat, shit down rolling it down the street and throwing a fucking river go watch that video right now because it is mwah, chef's kiss beautiful i fucking i watched that video 20 times that night you drank off to it too. Oh, I, I, if I would, if I could have, <laughs> I would have. It was that fucking awesome to see. Like, and, and that's just like, again, it's it's one small piece of the pie, and that's probably the the smallest piece of the pie is taking down all these statues. You know, it's that's not really going to change anything per se, but it's a start. You know, it's it's there's so many things that are deeply, deeply ingrained in the system and the way of thinking in this country, and and. That video I shared of Jane Elliott on Oprah, it made me realize that, that there is shit that is inherent in my brain growing up as a white man that are problematic. You know, they aren't necessarily racist, but they're problematic in my way of thinking. It's just that's how I was ingrained by the system, by schools, by teachers, by adults growing up, that it's fucking stuck. And it's like, I have to f- recognize that and correct that, you know, and there's nothing that. I don't think anything malicious came like it wasn't a malicious intent to imprint that on me. It just happened because it's, it's part of white culture. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's, it's taking that and realizing that there are problems in you and that's okay. If, as long as you're trying to fix them, you yeah, know, just admit it. Like, yeah, we're all flawed. It's fine. And yeah. you have it's the not a cognitive, 
enough cognitive realization to be aware of mm-hmm. some people don't have that shit yeah exactly <laughs> and 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 that's the big problem is the people that that have it and don't realize it or yeah. refuse to acknowledge it you yep. know it's because it, it, i saw some shit about um uh former packers tight end uh Bubba franks no bennett michael <laughs> michael bennett uh, no no martellus yeah michael's the d end yeah uh, he he called out Aaron Rodgers after that tweet because he was like, uh, he used to say they and they and they. And it's like, well, I mean, it's it's not, I don't see the problem with that. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, he didn't mean it maliciously. He wasn't saying that, he was saying like, oh, it's their their fight and they're this and they're doing that. You know, it, it wasn't like, so it, it's shit like that, that it's like some people are trying to just dive in and go, Hey, like everything you've done in the past, you're a hypocrite. Now I'm not a hypocrite. I'm trying to fix the problems I had, you know, I'm trying to move on. I'm trying to make my thinking better and strengthen the thinking for the next generation to come, you know? And like, just to go back for one second, like when, when they're talking about defunding the police, they're not talking about just not funding police at all. Yeah. They're talking about taking away the fucking tanks the fucking full body armor, mm-hmm. the goddamn assault rifles and shit. The militarization that they of the do police. not need. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous when like, I, I've thought this for you're, so you're paying long. for the tear gas canister to hit you in the fucking <laughs> yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, you want to be abused? Fucking just talk to a cop. Yeah. Like that's really all it is. It's it's when the when our troops have to follow a certain set of rules when they engage uh, anybody mm-hmm. an enemy combatant just not even an enemy combatant just a civilian anywhere else mm-hmm. they have a certain rule of engagement to follow yeah. the police fucking don't no nope. and that's part of the problem with mm-hmm. this they have nothing to check them yeah and then seeing that fucking video of the the new york police chief talking about stop treating us like animals blah 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 i'm like who the fuck are you talking to? Yeah. Yeah. You want some respect? You work for me, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. I pay your shit through my taxes. Mm-hmm. You are here to protect and serve me. Mm-hmm. The job you decided to do. Yeah. Not anybody forced you to do it. Yep. You chose to do that job. You get what comes with it. Mm-hmm. The same thing can be said about any congressman or you know public official. Like, motherfucker, you work for us. You don't yeah. work for these corporations that are feeding you trillions of dollars. And, and hush money and, and to support the agenda that they want. You work for us, the common man, the same person you're trying to strip everything from. So one day when we get pissed off and we get beat and broken down enough and we come burn your fucking buildings down, it's time to go li- time to listen, you know? And, and it's, it, it, it's especially gross with that, that, that rant that NYPD dude went on because he said something about, Oh, just because the Minneapolis used that disgusting tactic to choke that guy to death and blah, blah, blah. It's like, we haven't forgot about Eric Gardner, motherfucker. No, no, that was still fresh. Yeah, that that was in New York, asshole, over some fucking loose cigarettes. Some loose goddamn cigarettes. You choked a man to death. Your officers did. I should have been tight, bro. Right? Like, the thing that really fucking pisses me off is all these people sharing Facebook posts from good cops. Mm Mm-hmm. My thought process is, why, how are you a good cop if you aren't stopping these cops too? Exactly. Yeah. It's like, there's, people say there's no, there's, there's only a few bad cops. I say, no, there's only a few good cops. Mm-hmm. 
Because and that's seriously how you have to look at it. And they're afraid to speak up because the bad cops might kill them too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's all fucked. <laughs> yep. It's. I want to get people to stop saying, oh, there's only a few bad cops. No, there's only a few good cops. Yep. <laughs> and every time I see one, I try to share the video of it. Yeah. So that's a mentality we have to switch. And with people getting pissed off about <laughs> the fucking Paw Patrol shit. Yeah, like, that shit was come hilarious. Come on, man. Like, are people, you think people are really that fucking petty? It's it's white people that are taking that shit seriously. <laughs> so Let's mad. be real. They're they, so mad. How anybody could look at any of that shit and think they're being serious like, is fucking ridiculous. I saw one like, that I had, bet the onions pissed. What's his name? Chip? Chase. The, Chase. I saw one that had just had a picture of Chase. Chase. Blackman. Did it? Yeah. It just had a picture of Chase and had ACAB just in big red letters over the front of it. And it, it just fucking <laughs> killed me. And then that one that uh, all dogs go to heaven except for those class traders from Paw Patrol. That one, I fucking died laughing when I saw that one. Like it's, like it's, it's clearly a fucking joke. It's clearly a joke. And, and, and it's one of those things where it's like we're, we're talking about the system here. We're not talking about fucking TV shows or children's TV shows. We're talking about the whole system that fucking puts down an entire group of people. Get your fucking head on the... the your eye on the ball you know like focus here motherfucker we've been telling you for five years really fucking loudly 50 years kind of in the quote-unquote way you want it like it's time to fucking open your ears and listen the people people want change real meaningful change yeah i uh like I'm, I'm glad that I live in Salina, yeah, middle of Kansas, where I've never experienced anything like that with the cops. But I'm also not blind or ignorant enough to think that it doesn't happen. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's yeah, it's, it sounds so fucking bad. But I'm glad Jalen's light skinned because just walking by, you're not gonna just a passing glance. You just a little, little white kid. Mm-hmm. But, and that's a that's a sad mentality to have, but it's yeah. a real it's a real fucking issue, you know. And like I mean, I, I get people joke about it, but when we joke about race and shit like that all the time, but the difference between us and say conservatives making the same joke is we acknowledge that it's a problem. Mm-hmm. You can't make you can't make a joke about something. Because then you're laughing that you you can't make a joke about something that you don't acknowledge mm-hmm. because then you're laughing at it. Yeah. You're not laughing with it. Yeah. What we like, do is more satirical than uh, I just <clears throat> I read this great quote from Carlin where he was talking. He was talking about Andrew Dice Clay making fun of gay people and and, you know, something else. I can't remember what it was, but he's like he was saying something about he's like, I make comedy not to punch down. And I think it's low brow to punch down. It's like, that's why all his shit was always attacking the government or the system or, you know, institutions. Like he, he was supporting uh, gay people before it was popular. He was attacking the Ku Klux Klan. So it's, it's all, all he did was punch up with all of his fucking jokes and the eight goddamn specials he had. All he did was punch up and he, and he thought it was in bad taste to punch down, to attack uh, underrepresented people or quote unquote minorities in this country, you know, like, and I, I thought that was just 
beautiful, and I'm obviously bur- butchering everything he said, but probably and the point he was making, but it was it was just a great thing to 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 think about. It's like you can make those jokes if you're not making fun of those people. You know what I mean? Like there are ways to make jokes and have them be fucking great that aren't punching down and attacking those certain groups of people. You know, and I feel like I mean sometimes we. <laughs> toe that line pretty I fucking mean, close, you know, but <laughs> we try to keep it pretty satirical. So I like keep my it. toenails real, real short. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't cross it. <laughs> but I mean, it, this dick did look like it was. Uh, anyway, yeah. I just one of one of the other good things that came out about came from all of this is that uh, like LeBron and Trey Young and them started a voting group. Mm-hmm. Or, so uh, did uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes and uh, Tyron Matthew. Yeah, they're they're trying to get people registered in KC. And it's, I I, I don't think, uh, Pat and Tyron would have been able to do that had Goodell and then the NFL came out and said, "Hey, we're going to support this." Mm-hmm. You know, because that's. I think that's a little bit of chicken and egg argument there because I don't think the NFL would have came out and supported it had Pat not been a part of that that video the NF- the players did. Well, which one came first, though? I mean, the, this one is like literally which one came first. The The video came before. Uh, so the star, the, the biggest star in the NFL came out and said, hey, I'm doing this. Yeah, he was part of that. Okay, that, so that's... Uh, that video where all the players were saying, hey, we want the NFL to acknowledge Black Lives Matter and condemn racism and, you know, that, that whole video where all those players did all that shit. Okay. Uh, um, and honestly... He was the biggest name in that video. I mean, he's your fucking Super Bowl champ, MVP. Like, he is, is the it, highest that he can be right now. And to be a part of that, that, that's it's huge, you know? Is it gross for him to be like, hey, I'm going to fucking stand out here for 12 hours and sign autographs if you register to vote? No. no. How's that gross? Uh, I don't I know. Mean, I didn't know if if people looked at it like, well, I'm sure Laura Ingram has an opinion on it. Yeah, she probably thinks it's gross. But, but I mean, I her. guess I, I've just never heard of anybody being like, hey, you know, I'm going to use my stardom or my celebrity and bring thousands of people out. Oh, and you can register to vote. Like, I've never heard of anybody doing that. Yeah, and, and that way, nobody's done it. But like, P. P Diddy's done the rock the vote thing for oh, years, that's you know? True. So there have been people that have tried and tried and tried, and they just haven't been able to. I mean, young people don't give a shit, you know. And I still know people are. Oh, age they would like, if oh, Drake was outside. He's Canadian though, so fuck him. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Yeah, I know the, what you mean. The, the, I'm, the, the level, point you're making. Yeah. yeah, like if he were to just show up somewhere, and people would freak the fuck out and be like, "Hey." I'll do this concert if you guys register to vote or yeah. something like that. Like I've never heard of anything anybody yeah. doing that shit. I think it's awesome. I mean, it's I mean, it's sad mostly for the fact that some people require that to register to vote. Is it just to register to vote or to actually go vote? Who? Because I there's. Know. But I feel like if you're registering to vote, that's at least one step. Oh yeah, one step more closer, than what it was. Right. And the cool thing about what LeBron and them are doing, I don't know if if. Mahomes and the other dude are doing it. But LeBron and their group is like focusing on educating people on how governments are trying to suppress your vote. Like by closing polling stations here, here, and here, and only having a polling station here. Or how they're making districts so that way it benefits them, even though this side gets the majority of the votes, gerrymandering and shit. I 
I don't think uh, Mahomes and Matthew are, are going to that extent. I think they're just trying to get people to register and go out and vote. But at the same time, don't quote me on that. I haven't looked fully into what they're doing. So. And as important as it is to vote, it's still crooks on both sides. Yeah, but it's either a, uh, a pickpocket or a murderer. Which one would you vote for? I think they're all murderous chomos. Like Biden or Trump or Hillary. Like they're all fucking murderers and child molesters. So All if right, it's if it's a moral it. if it's a moral issue, <laughs> that's where we're going. Is, <laughs> is a uh, is a child molester that gives money to okay. help fucking people. It goes back to people. an episode we Epstein. talked about years ago. Is it? Would you rather have a racist child mur- murderer <laughs> or <laughs> a normal child murderer? Which, Which one is worse? Which yeah. is worse? A I racist mean, you, child molester or normal child yeah, molester? Yeah, um, fucking Epstein or fucking. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think he's connected to both of them. <laughs> uh, true, <laughs> but like, yeah, I'm sure there are some fucking Democrats that are raping kids and being part of this secret and fucking racist shit. as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not gonna you, lie. I don't like Joe Biden. I no, don't like him as a candidate. I don't want him. But but he's better than how, Trump. So much better than Trump. I hate how he just showed up to the party and now he he's the up. fucking candidate. Yo, they were calling for him like fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin. I know. All, but like, all last election. Like, Biden, Biden. Joe Biden. Oh, my God, he's got a chair. Maybe he, But it's like, a wheelchair. I guess the other guys walk. just had to put a little bit more legwork in to get their name out there. Biden didn't. So I get it. No. I mean, it's... Because he didn't show up till like dude's got the black vote. March. Dude's got the black vote. Yeah. And that's what helps. But like the the whole crooks on both sides argument, I'm not a huge fan of. Because there is one side that is actively trying to improve our lives, while the other side is actively not trying to do that. Yeah. So I mean it's it's more you're going to get what you're going to get, but would you rather have something that benefits you and your kids in the long run? Not you, your kids, obviously. More more than the other. Right. They're, that's not their like priority. Yeah. It's either you're going to get a poison, you're going to die by poison or die by gunshot. Mm-hmm. Either way, you're going to die. Lesser of the two evils type analogy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit. Gunshot. End it. Yeah. Keep voting for Republicans then. <laughs> <laughs> you, you Uncle Tom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, we've spent a lot of time talking about that. Are we? Oh yeah, yeah I, it was. I did have. Kind of I did have to say too. I, I. It took me forever to figure out what ACAB meant, and I felt really embarrassed. Do you not know what it is either? Something like another cop. All cops are bastards. <laughs> wow, it's pretty simple. Yeah, my buddy was telling I still me. Still don't. I mean, it's ACAB. A, a bastard is a is a dick. Yeah, an I, asshole. I know that. Okay. Yeah, my. I don't know what meme you guys are talking about. That's my. It's part of the the slogan that the protesters are using. Uh, All cops are bastards. Okay. And uh, one of my because I was talking to my buddy about it, and he's like, "Yeah, I still prefer fuck the police. I feel like it's more direct and to the <laughs> yeah. point." There's was no like mincing words there. Yeah, right. I was like, but I don't, I don't know, like something about calling cops bastards just it makes me happy because I'm, I'm at this point, it, like, I'm a 32 year old man. It makes me feel like a old wise hermit and it just calling somebody bastard feels good you i don't know? know calling somebody a clown feels really good too yeah that's true like it's just wow mm-hmm. so something so simple about it or a bum yeah like when bron bron called 
Trump a bum? Yeah. Like, he's the bum. Yeah. <laughs> fucking like, bozo. You're, fucking bum. Damn, you're not even a waste consonants on him. Yeah. <laughs> Syllables don't nothing. Right. <laughs> Just a bum. That's what uh, somebody was saying that the, the worst insult you can call somebody is fucking clown shoes. Because they're not even good enough to be the clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clowns actually do stuff like make people happy or make people cry. Or kill people. Yep. Yeah. Fucking John Wayne Gacy. So, on to the main attraction. Boop, 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 drop the beat. Oh, we don't have anything for that? <laughs> no, dude, this is a broke dude podcast. <laughs> yeah. This is a, some professional fucking production. That's, that's the, an, the intro. <laughs> boop, 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 yeah. drop the beat. That's so, what we paid for. Run the Jewels. RTJ4 came out. This was the first one I listened to. Mm-hmm. The first run from the Jewels album I listened to. What'd you think? I mean, not to jump straight into the the overall, but what was your feeling? I I fucked with it. Like, I mean, let's just go, let's just jump into the beats, okay. so that way we can get to the overall and okay. have that conversation. So I want to start this off by saying that uh, LP. You like men? L- yes, yeah. I'm going to come out of the closet this episode. <laughs> but no, L- LP does the production for all Run the Jewels albums. Um, the first time I listened to this album, my initial reaction reaction was, "Ooh, I'm not a fan." Um, listening to I've known LP forever. Uh, Aesop Rock came from LP's now uh, dead label, Def Jux. When Def Jux was around 20 years ago, these were closer to the kind of beats that he was doing back then they were really wonky and there's a lot of shit going on and i wasn't a huge fan of them now the more and more i listened to this album the more and more they grew on me to the point now where there's only really a song and a half that i don't like the beats (laughs) yeah it it was kind of like it seems short to me for some reason it's only it's only 11 tracks it's 11? like 40 minutes long yeah, yeah. That, that was the first thing i noticed was that it was short but yeah like i didn't i didn't love the beats on all the songs mm-hmm. that's but, where i'm at too it's like I, I don't now i don't hate them but i i'm not a huge fan of most of them it, you like know just is my favorite yeah that I, was a good one that's probably because pharrell did it yeah right no I, he just he's just oh, he's just his feature it. yeah no, yeah. Pharrell did it. No, he's just a feature. He did the beat. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't see okay. him being on a song and not doing the beat. I was going to say, because LP does most know, of the production for Run the You'll Jules. know when Pharrell does a beat, because he always does four. Dun, 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 dun. Right before the drop. <laughs> yeah, he always but, does And that's four. probably why, because it was, it was probably the simplest beat on the whole album. <clears throat> but it was... It was he may have like not simple, simple. produced the entire thing, but I know he had something to do with the beat on the yeah. Song. Like overall, like that—that that was just my favorite one. It was—I should get out my earbuds and listen to it right now. But it was just simple. Like there wasn't a whole lot no, of fucking. It was all LP. Was it? Really? Yeah. All right. Uh, then on that one. Josh Home, uh, the lead singer of uh, Queens of the Stone Age, but Pharrell was in the hook, right? Yeah, he was on the hook on that one. And Josh Home was on, uh, I can't remember which one he was that on. That probably cost him a little bit, huh? There was a... <laughs> there. Pharrell on the hook. Right. I wish oh, I yeah, could do that. cheap. $50 million for me to say three well, words. And there was a lot of features that weren't credited on there. Like at the, end of the, at the end of the album, that whole Yankee and the Brave thing, 
one the guy that does the speaking part was a country singer and then Aesop Ferg does part of the like the final outro. Like when it's like Yankee that voice and sounded the brave, familiar. brave, brave. Yeah. It was uh some country singer and Aesop Ferg. And I had to like go and look it up and that's who they credit it with. So they're not even a, a quote unquote feature on the album. But there's and there's several tracks. Like I don't think Gangsta Boo is officially featured on Walking mm-hmm. in the Snow. Which is that was a fucking way different song than her first feature with Run, Run the Jewels, because her first feature with Run the Jewels, the hook is "I got my dick in your mouth all day." It's a song all about sex. Her 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 uh, first well, feature. Her, when she sings, the hook is "I got oh, my clit in your mouth okay. all day." So, say, like, it, yeah, it weird. switches when the dudes are rapping and she's is, rapping. Is the half of the beat that you liked "Holy Kalama Fuck"? Yep. Yeah, the last half of it. That's the one that I liked. Uh, yep. The the beginning half I didn't like. Same. Yep. I can't. I'm gonna. I, I got to listen like, to these because it's gonna be. Can weird I give my up. opinion? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it had to give the one and a half. Yeah. You gonna do the beats or just the whole thing? Get it over with. <laughs> the beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my predictions coming in where Blake is gonna hate it. <laughs> I think Jake will not like the beats, but like the lyrics. And Chris, I think, would like it. So those are my predictions coming in. Um, I the only beat on the entire thing I liked was just just mm. that was the only song that I liked. Really? Yes. I had a feeling that was. Going um, to uh, we're just doing beats, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll leave it. I'm with that. you there on that beat. <clears throat> See, I don't like. I don't mind the beginning of "Holy Clam a Fuck." See, I like I, it's. It wasn't ter- like I said. It's. It's weird because to pick the ones that I didn't like was basically picking the. It was it was easier for me to pick the ones that I loved. There the two that I love I really fucking love, but the ones that I didn't like were the beginning half of Holy Clam of Fuck and the Ground Below, mm. and it wasn't that I hated them. It was just they were the the bottom of the album for me. Mine you know? was Goonies versus ET and Out of Sight. I didn't like either of them beats. Yeah. But I didn't hate any beat on the album, you know, like w- after the initial shock reaction I had to the album, like listening to it the second and third time, I was like, okay, they one, they fit with the songs they're going to. And two, they're not as bad as my, my shock reaction to them were because they're that's, that's the big thing is the production on this album is way different than the other three. Like there's a lot more busyness to the, the tracks and then there's a lot more going on in the, in yeah. the production than so the other three. here's my notes um as far as beats go beats all over the place and very loud yeah i, I agree hated it yeah um uh, i put terrible beat selection <laughs> um and yeah and like i said like i i had a feeling you weren't gonna like it initially because i just i was just like oh man like it, when i listened to rtj one two and three the first time i was like oh fuck yes let's do this you know the this one my initial reaction was uh i don't like this That's right. you know and and it wasn't until i got to the second and third listens of the album that they started to really connect with me and that then i was like okay i don't mind them anymore you know like as far as favorites go like just was one like just and a few words for the firing squad are tied for my one and two yeah or one a and one b because the the way that a few words firing squad like kind of ramps up mm-hmm. and That's, then that was one of my the, dun, 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 yeah that was that was one of my two favorite beats was that one too and it's it, it's the simple ones mm-hmm. like it's i don't 
There's just so much going on in that shit. I'm trying to listen to, I liked, to the beats and blah, blah, blah. I like the production. Like, the two that I chose for worst beats, I had to, like, try to find bad ones. Yeah. I didn't mind the beats. Like, I liked how they were just, you know, it's moving and dancing from all over on your head. And, yeah, mm-hmm. I felt like it was World War Three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think that's what he was going for. I mean, if you listen to the lyrics on the album – it's it fits exactly and that's why like i said my initial reaction was uh, and then as i listened to it again and again i was like and okay and since i since wednesday i've listened to the album full every day except for the weekends which i don't i, I work eight hours a day i've had phones in it's I easy to on, go through albums i put message was clear but hard to hear hmm. yeah that's the very first thing i noticed ex- like specifically with lp <clears throat> like whenever he raps i can't make out what he's saying yeah because he's either he's kind of mush really mouthy. Mum, mumbling yeah he's kind of mush mouthy yeah it's his his cadence mixed with the beats being so fucking loud that mm-hmm. brooklyn fucking mouth yeah i mean i don't Bro- mind yeah. i don't mind yeah. it's just um, turn the beats down so i can hear your ass i'm gonna get a lot of flack for this but i think killer mike's rap voice is trash really yes i would put that in this category as kendrick lamar's Voice. You don't like Kendrick Lamar's voice? No, nah, he's I weird can't like stand that. it. Bro, damn. You have I'm some. not saying he's a horrible rapper. See, he's a he's he's very you good respect at what rapping. he does. Yes. It's just not for you. I, I just yeah. can't. I'm a little there with you on Killer Mike. Like some of his flows were just kind of like, eh. but I like how he's kind of just bouncy and it's but uh, some of them were just very like preachy instead of like riding the fucking beat or the pocket, you know. But it at the same time, like those beats were so weird. I don't true. know how you write them. True. You know, <laughs> like the the <laughs> there's that one where he goes bum 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 with the beat, and, and that was the only time I was like, okay, you're synced up. You know, everything else was like, there's no way to sync to this beat. You His know? voice isn't very ear pleasing to me. Yeah, like See, it's very um um. God damn it! What's the word? Like when you what he's doing, not rapping, like being spoken a spoken uh, word. Like being no, a poet? Like, uh, uh, God damn it, I just went blank. It's like yeah. playing trade with your bitch. Like ass. when you fucking... Um, Fishing? <laughs> no, like when you're talking to His people, cadence? Preaching. Not not preaching. I, I don't want to use that word. His cadence? No, when his... like lecturing? I guess. Or like if you're at a... like, I don't know. Anyways, at a, at a it's... Rally? Fr- <laughs> yeah, it's like very rally-ish. Like, mm-hmm. I'm proud. Ah, nah, nah, nah. You know, like, I'm at a riot. I'm trying to talk to these people. Like, that's how it sounds to me when he's rapping. I guess, like, it's, I guess that's so part of the reason why I like it. Emphasis off for yeah. you, kind of? Yeah, it's like, uh, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't... It, I just turn it off as soon as he starts rapping. I'm just like, yeah. it's so loud. It's so, like blatantly in my face i see see what you're saying i think that's part of the reason why i like it because it sounds like he's he wants to get his message across and he's always gonna announce an activist like yeah like yeah i can see that and activist that's the kind of album this feels like you know what i mean 100 percent. and i can see that not being your style and so it'd be off-putting like like I said, I have three pages of the lyrics written down in here because there was, and there, and one of them is just walking in the snow and fuck right, right underneath it. Because yeah, bars. L, I mean, fucking Killer Mike's verse is the shining example of that song, you know. But LP's verse is still fucking great in that yeah. song, you know. And and 
the, the lyricism is so fucking good. It's so good. And you know, I, I, I couldn't appreciate it until I actually sat down and read along with the song. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you can't fucking hear anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't want to hear what you say, but God damn it. Turn yeah, the beat down. And, that's and you the, got fucking bombs <laughs> going off in your ear. Right? <laughs> Hold on, what was that? And unfortunately, <laughs> like, like sometimes that's what it takes with with this kind of hip hop is is one and once you hear so like sit down and listen to it and read the lyrics once for every song every time you listen to it after that you can pick it up yeah but it takes that that initial going in deeper than just putting it in your ears and going okay that's what makes me afraid f- for albums like this yeah and like Aesop is they're one to get a message across but it's so woven. Mm-hmm. That the people that need to hear the message that don't understand this shit don't understand the music either. Yeah. They can't fucking pick it apart good enough to know what the message is even being told, right? Yeah. It's like, I think it's great, but like spell it out a little bit more for the retards in the room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like have West Side Gun on your album. <laughs> right? Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it now. Spell it. <laughs> <laughs> today's word is fuck <laughs> like <laughs> that's why i lean more toward the production on this album because i could i could feel the the beats but the the lyrics and just the message it wasn't like clear enough i guess mm-hmm. i had to dig to try and go what the fuck are they talking about here yeah like and then there were songs where like lp was talking about one thing and killer mike was on a different subject and they're talking about like, like he wants respect he wants to like be immortal, and, and people to remember his activists like but le- as a legend. Aren't they you know? one and the same? What respect and being immortal? Yeah, but LPs was more like I've been in the rap game forever, motherfucker. Oh, what, what, okay. And you, you so like he no wants one. his his flowers, basically. And and I think part of that comes from the whole reason Run the Jewels formed is because mm-hmm. they were two 40 year olds that wanted to rap like they were 12 again. Yeah. And it slowly grew into this like as they got they've gotten progressively more and more. I want to say Rage Against the Machine mm-hmm. as they've gone on. So yeah. it's it's gotten it's gotten more. They've gotten more about the message than it was just rapping about their dicks. Like yeah. it wasn't RTJ one, you know, <laughs> like, which is fine, Yeah, but choose some fucking beats. I can hear you. On. Yeah. It's like, I, when I we think were go coming... back and listen to RTJ two. I like to, I think okay. you'll, I think that that's more your style. Okay. And I, I don't mean that bad. I just, the production is, is way fucking out there on this. I haven't one. listened to three yet, but I listened to one and two waiting on four to come out and two with, Two was nice. Two was collectively considered the their best album. Um, it, well, until this one, a lot of people think this one has surpassed two. I I'm more of a fan of three than I am two, but I mean, all their albums are fucking great. I'll have to listen to two, three, and four like same day. Yeah, I think they're all fucking great. They're all they're all different though. Like I said, this one's more activismy mm-hmm. than anything they've else done. Three was kind of a hybrid. Like you could tell that was the middle ground between them being those braggadocious 12 year old 40 year old rappers and being activists too and and so as i don't know i i I, initial reaction was bad for this album but the more i listen to it the more i love it i really really fucking do three pages of lyrics will tell you like i said walking in the snow just fuck what's the uh what's the next category so overall beats jed 
How are you on beats? I'm I'm pretty middle ground. Uh, my my favorite were Ooh La La. I think Ooh La La is an all time yeah, great beat. I, like, I fucking right when love it first that started, one. I knew that with the fucking little grimy mm-hmm. shit. At the beginning. I love that beat so fucking much. And and uh, um, <laughs> message for the firing squad. Yeah. I love that beat a lot too. It's so simple, and, and I wish it was more. I don't want to say I. I don't want the whole album to be more like that, but I just tone it down a little bit. Yeah. You know, like, like I said, LP's early production is even worse than this album was. Like, it's more. There's so much shit going on in his early production, and it it was just it put me off on LP. Um, he he actually produced a couple songs for Aesop that weren't terrible. And I was like, do more like that. You know, like like even those were busy, but they were better than his solo shit. You know, and and so this one really threw me off initially. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty middle ground on this. Like the, the beats I love, I fucking love, but nothing else really struck me, you know, uh, just, they're all, they're all just kind of meh, mm-hmm. meh to good, you know, like they're not, I don't think any of them are great except for the two that I, I'm a fan of, you know, Blake, um, he hates them. <laughs> like, the only song that I liked was just um, the ones that I thought were all right were Out of Sight, Goonies vs. E.T., Walking in the Snow, and Pulling the Pin. Mm-hmm. I, got I like the Pulling the Pin beat, too. too. <laughs> um, and then the rest, I like Yankee and the Brave, I didn't care for. Ooh La La, Holy whatever. Holy Calamifuck. Calamifuck. Never look back. The ground below and a few words for the firing squad. I did not like hmm. any of those. That last one's kind of surprising. <coughs> Chris? Go oh, you want me to go? Go ahead. I mean, yeah, I just just and a few words for the firing squad. Like, hands down. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the chorus and walking through the snow was tight, but it's just like so much shit in, in everything else. Yeah. But it just so much shit going on just if you got a message simple beats that'll get your message across mm-hmm. that's true if you don't want people to hear what you have to say fucking throw 50 million hi-hats in there and that might have been my problem because i like the beats so they sucked me in instead of listening to what the fuck they were actually saying yep. yeah yep. i have walking in the snow just never look back pulling the pin and holy calama fuck the second half of it yeah those were my favorite beats yeah, that beat switch and holy climb a fuck. I really, I really yeah. like that beat switch. Same. All right, I guess we'll go to bars, like well, bars and flows and cadences. I guess I'm gonna sit yeah. this one out because I, yeah, I, like I, I, I didn't even write. I'm just, down I'm just doing lyrics because I have so much, and you guys are gonna have to go first on this because I have several. I was like, like I know Jed's gonna have a the, lot. So. Oh yeah, the very first one that jumped out to me was "You're a Common Cold, My Flows Are Cancerous." I got that one written I down. I was like, God damn. Yep. Like so simple, but that has some sting on it. Yeah, that that was my second one that's written down here. <laughs> that so. was the first bar I actually I actually heard. Mm-hmm. I think I only have three. Yeah, I, wrote I didn't three, like it. <clears throat> dig deep enough because I've been tired and it was hard. I sat see. down on a Saturday and listened to it while reading the lyrics and then like wrote them down or mark them so that I could write them down and, and have them. Cause there's a lot in this and fucking the, album. To like the to. ones that I, the ones that I liked were like four to six bars. And I'm like, I'm not just going to bring a whole chunk. <laughs> yeah, I did. I might as well just wrap it up. Uh, and then you said <laughs> you had three worry. pages. Yeah. I'm like, I'll just do it. Don't, <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I got you covered. Okay. <laughs> so my second one is uh friend saying he could be another Malcolm. He could be another Martin. She told him, she told my partner that she needs a husband more than the world. needs another martyr. Mm hmm. I was like, 
I mean, I could. That's that was that's uh, the, words for the firing squad, right? Yeah. Yep, I remember that. I remember that. It just the way he was saying it with the beat, just dun 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 He's talking about somebody talking to his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it, the way he does it is so fucking good. It's and then fucking I got one from LP. Is <laughs> it was on a fuck? I can't. Was it just? I think it might have been on just. It's like, man, you better duck out. Get the bag and bug out. Try to try to run home. You might. Uh, you might run your luck out. Because <laughs> just when your base is loaded, they'll roll a grenade in the duck out. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, I like, yep. I had that one too. Like, why is that so funny? To that's me? that's from just. Yeah. And it one well, it, it makes things sense are going too. good. Well, just wipe this fucking hey, here's out. a fucking grenade, bitch. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's part of the reason I wrote it down because it like the message there is like just when you think you're doing great, they're gonna fucking throw something in your way to stop you. You know. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know. Like, I'm imagining, like, the start of a fucking Call of Duty match. Someone just throws a grenade across the map. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Boom. Right, right respawn. from the get-go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's all I had. That's all I could I could, I could, could hear, mm-hmm. unfortunately. I jotted down the one from Ooh La La. Got the semi and the hemi going, gimme, gimme, y'all. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty dope. Uh, bitch, we cool as penguin pussy on the Polar Cat <laughs> Peninsula. Yep. Hmm. And I'm not so sure opportunity's knocking. It's probably the law. Yeah. I thought that was pretty strong for not being very, like, wordy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how many did we knock off? Well, six? Uh, Did we knock six off? You knocked off two. He he didn't hit any that I wrote down. I wrote down down fucking paragraphs, Uh, bro. Like the whole songs? Yeah. (laughs) Just to be clear, too, De La Roca's whole spiel. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I got some De La Roca on this one, too. That's probably my favorite verse on the fucking album. You guys ready for my dissertation? Let's hear it. I actually have the song and who sang it, too. Oh. Uh, my first one, I'm, af- I'm Afraid of Nothing But Nothingness Ain't That Something from LP on Ooh La La. Yeah. I, I just love that. I, that that's, I love- a, that's a very Jed, Jed bar. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the uh, the Killer Mike one from Holy Clam Fuck, my flow- You're the Common Cold, My Flows Are Cancerous. <laughs> uh, the next one I got from is also from Holy Clam Fuck from LP. Ayo, one for mayhem, two for mischief. Now aim for the drones in your zoning district. Hindenburg them, get them, burn them. Can't give the ghost up, no resistance. Pass the shit, Mike. I have to insist it. Reality sucks, dick. How's that for wisdom? Yo, bars. Turn your fucking beats down, bro. Right? <laughs> God. Uh, then I got, now I understand that woke folk be playing. Ain't no revolution that's televised and digitized. You've been hypnotized and Twitterized by silly guys. Cues the evening news, make you sure you're ill-advised. Got you celebrating the generators of genocide. Yeah, that bar it's right there. Killer Mike from Goonies vs. E.T. And then again, I just have Walking in the Snow and Big Letters and Fuck written underneath Bars. It. It's so... That Killer Mike's verse especially is great, but there was a, a, an LP verse in there that I... His verse I loved a lot, too. Um, part of the Walking in the Snow from Killer Mike is... All of us serve the same masters. All of us, nothing but slaves. Never forgetting the story of Jesus. The hero was killed by the state. I fucking love that line so much. I can mm-hmm. hear his voice saying it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got your thing from from Just from LP about the grenade in the dugout. <laughs> they roll a grenade in the dugout. Mm-hmm. Damn. Uh, Zach De La Roca from Just. So I'm questioning this quest for things as a recipe for early death threatening. But the breath in me is weaponry. Weaponry for you, it's just money. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I love just fucking and the way he delivers it was so fucking good too. Yeah. Um, 
Let's see. LP from the ground below. Born from the ether, I just appeared out of cold, a uh, cloud of reefer screaming, fuck the world. It can drink what's coming out of my urethra. Another that just made bar. me fucking laugh. Another I, I love bar. it. Uh, from pulling the pen, LP. Hello, Void. Longtime watcher. First time calling in. Every cage built needs an occupant. Got a deadbolt. See him. Lock it in. Had a good run, but they stopping it. Want a Walkman in the coffin lid. Eat your heart out, fiction fan. Truly the truth's the stranger document. I love that line. It's, it's, I mean, you can read a lot into these bars. They're fucking, they're awesome. You just can't hear a lot into them. Yeah, it's true. It's true. The first time, if you if you look at the lyrics while you're listening to them, they're, they're fucking great. That's how I like my music. I like to read along. Yeah. You got to think. It's called critical thinking, asshole. <laughs> just once. And then you can hear it after that. Uh, and then my last two were a few words from the firing squad. The first one's from LP. For uh, for the holders of a shred of heart, even when you want to fall apart, uh, when you're surrounded by the fog, treading water in the ice cold dark, when they got you feeling like a fox running from another pack of dogs, pull, mm-hmm. put the pistol and the fist up in the air. We are there, swear to God. Love that shit. And then the other one's from Killer Mike, and it's the very end of A Few Words of the Firing Squad. And This is for the do-gooders that the no-gooders used and abused, for the truth-tellers tied to the whipping post felt beaten battered and bruised for the ones whose body hung from a tree like a piece of strange fruit go hard last words for the squaring yeah last words for the firing squad was fuck you too mm-hmm. uh, just and to end the song yeah to end the song with that that fuck you too is just it was beautiful i love the way they did it and killer um, mike snuck something in there i can't remember what song where he's talking about he like fears that he might be assassinated because of some of the shit he's saying, like the kill your masters thing. Because he that. popped up in WikiLeaks, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. I can't remember what song that I was. Too. I think that was walking in the his snow. Fall as well. That was walking in the snow. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Well, was Maybe. it walking in the snow? I don't know. Like walking in the that snow or never so look much. back. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was walking in the snow. Okay. Um, so song. Like my my favorite song on that was a few words with the firing squad. Yeah. Like bars, beat, their cadence, their their all that shit. The message was on that, point. To me, that was the best song. Yeah. Like they could release that as a single and I'd fuck with it. Yeah. I did watch a review. Um uh, Ooh La La was is my all around my favorite song on the on the, the thing. But I watched a review where the guy was like, That doesn't fit on this album. With everything else that's going on, all the activism like ooh la la doesn't feel like it fits on this album and i understand that but i just i i like i said that beat is one of my all-time favorite beats i i love that fucking beat there were some killer bars in that song it it's less activism is e and i think that's why it was better suited for the first two but, tracks of the album but it's still like anti-money ish yeah. right yeah kind of like it the, had uh, but it was like toned down yeah. compared to the rest of the album yeah you know? more fun and vibey yeah it was it was like their 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 radio edit kind of thing, yeah. you know what I mean? And uh, but that was that was my favorite song in the album, followed by I love just I loved uh, uh, a word from the firing squad. Walking in the snow is a fucking masterpiece. I, I love that that the lyricism in there is just is fucking mind boggling. Even I think Killer Mike's verse on that song is the best I've heard in five years best verse i've heard in five years but i think lp's verse is still great too it's just overshadowed by how how good and how timely killer mike's verse is 
Blake, favorite song? Uh, All, the whole Song album? 12. <laughs> uh, the one that's not on the album? Yeah. <laughs> Chris? <laughs> uh, I knew you were going to hate it. I knew I you were going to hate it. I don't hate it. In my notes. You can go over the overall in a second. <laughs> Just pump the brakes. Right. I, I really liked Yankee and the Brave, the first track. The intro. Just out the gate, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was, had a bar in there was talking about he has like one one bullet for all the cops or himself. And yeah. yeah, Killer Mike. About if he, it's he can be, shoot at the cops or shoot himself in the head. It won't be suicide. either way, it won't be suicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, was, that was one I forgot. And then Just and Ooh La La. Just I really like because it's like slave masters posing on your dollar bills yeah like, that hook was dope god yeah I, uh, I like it i sort of like the song with two chains on it that's uh oh uh, yeah I, that was but, one thing i wanted to say too but yeah then like he started rapping weird and i was like yeah two chain nah. rapping weird? i liked the yeah. song but it was like three different styles right of and i was verses. like and that to go back to your James, point this about, isn't your yeah. Alley, like stick to fucking stripper music and yeah. Why yeah. is he on the album? Yeah. <laughs> and that, like that was my first thought was like, oh, I get Jake's point about the the fucking Royce song. Was it West Side or Benny? It was West Side. West Side. Yeah, yeah with West Side on it. I was like, this does not fit. No. <laughs> but at the same time, like his lyric about uh, if uh, gonna buy a hot dog stand if I'm trying to be <laughs> yeah. friends. Yeah. I yeah. fucking laughed I when I heard that. that. One. He has you know? one-liners, like, yeah. for sure. It, it's <laughs> so good, but it's just like this does not work with with this album. No, it's like I I was listening to it was like two changes on this shit, <laughs> Bruh. Mm-hmm. All right, Blake, go ahead and shit on it. Overall. Um, Drop your draws. <laughs> it's just not my vibe. Not my vibe. I'm, I mean, I understand the whole activism thing. That shit's important. I get that. It's yeah, just I mean, not black me. Lives. Yeah. That's what Blake's <laughs> It's just not me. You know, like, yeah. I don't have that bone in my body. Yeah. Um, I'd rather listen to you talk about your feelings and your girlfriend that you had 12 years ago and i honestly i would i would rather listen to that than listen to this yeah. so i mean it's uh just not my vibe but i get it kind of like how you were with drake like mm-hmm. you know it's basically the exact opposite i get it yeah. <laughs> like me and you me with the drake album and you with yeah. this yeah um i would if I if anybody were to like ask me, hey, you know any like good, powerful uh, message music or whatever, I would Two chains. I would uh, <laughs> I would recommend this album to them. Like, hey, look, listen to this, man. These guys are really saying something. They're not they're quit, not wasting. Quit tr- throwing your mic, no, God dude. It's it. like stripped out and shit. But uh, it's not like if you're gonna get something out of it if you listen to it. Mm-hmm. So, overall, for me, <laughs> I'd probably give it two stars. Out of out of two, out of five, out of five hundred <laughs> five. Like, I'd get, I'd give it two just because Pharrell was on it. There we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he's happy. Yeah. No, happy like I said, it's just not, my, it's just not my vibe. I get it though. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It's the same thing I was with Drake. So, Jed, you want to balance out the the bad energy? This this album was really hard for me. Uh, um, 
lyricism lyricism wise, I think it was the their best album. Beats wise, I think it was their worst. So it, it was really, it was weird. It was a weird thing. And like I said, it's the beats are growing on me. The more and more I listen to it, I enjoy them more. But there's a lot going on in the, those productions, and I don't like that style of LP production. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, it reminds me a lot of his early shit and his early shit. There was, I can pick maybe two songs out of his early three or four solo albums that I like. And it's, I think that's what's coming at the, the roadblock for me. I've seen a lot of people say that's the album of the year, and I think that's mainly to do with the, the times we're living in. The timing. Did they not hear Royce's album? It's, 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 Probably not. There's no way they can say Okay, I have a question. Did Royce's come out this year? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was like, like two months ago. Yeah, we did it, remember? Two months ago? It feels like so much longer than that. Well, because Corona hit, and just 2020 has been yeah. like five years already. Cause I've, I've, but I have a question. If Killer Mike wasn't on this album, would you have? Would you listen to it? Say he he LP replaced Killer Mike, same beat, same production. Replaced him with like, anybody, or just it was a solo album. Anybody or just a solo, whatever. Just if Killer Mike wasn't on the album, would you still feel the same way? I don't know. I don't know honestly because. A big part. Of, I mean, I don't want to take anything away from LP. His his bars were were pretty fucking hard. Um, like I said, there's a there's a healthy balance of him and right. Killer Mike that I pulled. Remember, from. they're cheating because one of them's black and one of them's white. Yeah, so Blake's racist. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you don't like like him, then, then you're racist. The end of Walking in the Snow. <laughs> you you, uh, yeah. you got to finish yeah. the songs to get what we're talking. <laughs> yeah, about. I made it. Uh, I got that minute and a half rule. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all right, yeah. all right, wrap <laughs> it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, it's it's that's a that's honestly a hard question for me to answer because I think a big part of why I enjoyed it so much was Killer Mike, and it, it was a when they first got together I was like how the fuck is this gonna work because mm-hmm. they're so different styles like, and and I didn't know a whole lot about Killer Mike I knew he was associated with Outcast vaguely but that was about the extent of a new Killer yeah, Mike when him was, and LP got together he was involved with the whole. Uh like Sleepy Brown, CeeLo Green. Mm-hmm. That, the whole Atlanta scene. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if if Killer Mike was replaced with somebody on this album, I don't think it would have worked. Really? I really don't. Um, that's tough, though. Because, like I said, LP does have some bars on this album. But I don't think they would have reached the heights they did without Killer Mike. You know? Um, having said all that, and said what I said previously, I give this a three out of five for me. It's, it's, it's a great fucking lyric album. The beats I can see turning people off and I can like, you know, like Blake said, if, if you can't get into it from the get go, mm-hmm. your message is shit, you know? And unfortunately like the, the best fucking verse on this album is the second half of walking in the snow. So if you can't get through that first half because you don't like the beat, you're not going to hear it. And and I think that does a disservice to that verse and to this album in general because these, these beats are rough, man. <laughs> they I want to say something about that. Rappers, I know you're never going to hear this. <laughs> yeah. Stop having split songs where one is trash and the other one is fire. Just make it all fire. 
But then you I got, hate when they but do then that you got songs shit. like uh, fucking like Drake does that shit. Like he'll do like a minute and a half song that's fucking fire. Right. And it's like, no, don't don't stop. Then yeah, then they, about, then like, there's the ones that like Jake said, they're not long enough. It's like, why did you fucking do that? Mm. You could have went eight minutes no, on this. You bitch. fucking put the tip in. I didn't like it. But uh, so are you saying like like a beat switch or just they they make a song too short instead of well, dragging it out. Like on that song, you said the first half of half. it was... Holy Clam fuck was... I didn't like it. Right. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, now that's fucking over with. Let's get to the actual good part of the song. Um, well, okay. Walking in the Snow is different, though. Because LP's verse is still good, but the beat... I could see the beat turning somebody off so they don't get okay, to Killer Mike's So what if yeah. they put that part of LP's verse and the first part of Holy Clam fuck with the dope beat in the front too walking in the holy clam fuck (laughs) (laughs) yeah well and see that's the thing is like i don't like the beat on the first half of holy clam fuck but i don't think it would work if you switched it around maybe not like the 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 way that beat switch happens that way that beat switch happens fits perfectly and i love that you know like i think that's the reason i enjoy the second half of that beat so much is because the first one was there in the first place True. the first one set the bar so low <laughs> well not even that it's just it was one i'm a huge fan of beat switches and songs like kendrick lamar has done it a couple of times that i've fucking loved um there i am if it's fire yeah there are several songs oh, travis the, scott does it a lot freddie gibbs and madlib did it on uh yeah. half man half cocaine where it goes from like a, a madlib beat to a trap beat and it fucking works perfectly. And that's probably my favorite song on that album. And so I, I love a beat switch when it's done right. Frank Ocean does it a lot too. Yeah. I, that's, I almost texted you guys today because I'm trying to find more people that I haven't listened to. I tried to search for Bone Crusher and found a fucking hardcore metal band. And it was f- weird. Wow. Yeah. Is it Crusher or Crusher? Uh, I well, I just it auto corrected to ER. So oh wow, fucking yeah, Spotify's racist, racist. Ass fucking <laughs> Samsung. But uh, so that's why you never text the word nigga. That and I'm white. <laughs> I might be invited to the barbecue, but it didn't didn't fully take effect. You sure as fuck ain't cooking. <laughs> God no, <laughs> not bring a potato salad. Nope. Uh, Chris, um, <clears throat> uh. It was tough for me. I, because I like LP style and I like Killer Mike a lot. I just, they complement each other really well. They do. I just, some of the songs I didn't like the flows on. They were, mm-hmm. it's like they were just talking into the mic again. And <clears throat> you let the mic. Some of the beats, like as wacky as they are, I appreciate them because you can hear the layers and the time behind them. And like they're the skill involved that LP has to make them, mm-hmm. but they just don't fit for a message type album. No, they, they should have been like just barsy type songs if they're like go Royce crazy. did. Yeah, I would. I would argue that the or throw some melody in there somewhere. There were no. There was no harmony in this yeah, album. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what it was too. But it was like all, with, with wow. the, <laughs> like with the beats, like where are the chords I, at? Yeah, like what you said with the beats. I would. I would say. Like putting time in doesn't necessarily mean it's it's good. Like True. you can overcook shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I think a lot of these beats were overcooked. I agree. And like too too, too jam packed with well, and he so probably many doesn't know how to properly 
engineer. Yo, hit up Motherfucker, Mike, he's been doing this shit hit for up. 30 years. And still doing that shit? But that yeah. being still said, beats like that. all the songs were engineered by other... Like, he produced them, right. but they mix and mastered. So maybe so. that was the sound he was wanting. Like, kind of like how RZA is, you know, just That's what he was going for Completely different. But, yeah. like, I mean, some some songs that, that have a message to them may only have six fucking samples. You got a drum kit, uh, a melody progression, and a sample of some sort. He probably had fucking 60 samples in some of these beats. <laughs> yeah. Like, no shit. Christ. The fucking track list was probably huge. I couldn't. I would have hated imagine. to engineer that shit. Yeah. Like, and then panning like them and automation and oh my no, no. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like i said it, when we're done here i want to show you some some guys you guys some early lp shit because it is fucking bananas good thing i haven't you know? eaten yet it's it's really fucking weird <laughs> but uh, i think the timing is excellent for the album they're they're brilliant because they probably they probably saw this shit like starting to pop off and and scheduled it around Maybe no, I no. Don't. There's no way. There's like, no way they they planned it. I think it was just a, a a culmination of things, and it happened to concur with everything. You know, I bet it was like probably just sitting there, and like the engineers were just kind of going through it, and then this shit popped off, and they're like, "Hurry up, get this shit done." Put I mean, because we've had this plan for yeah. This forever. has been this has been. I mean, it was originally planned to drop a week ago from when we we're recording this, uh, a month before that. Yeah. They announced it was going to be released a month before it dropped, and what was it? Two okay. weeks ago, that did the George yeah. Floyd shit happen, uh, and then yeah. they just said fuck it. Like they put out a message, it's like fuck it, the world's gone to shit. Here's some shit, you know. And they released oh, okay. it for free. You could donate whatever you wanted if you wanted to buy it, you know. And everything that they, anything that people paid for the album, they immediately donated it. So they didn't get a single cent off the digital sales of this album. Hey, respect. Mm-hmm. I. I like it. It was just hard to listen to. Like I can't just like rock with it in the car. Would you listen to it again? Yeah. Like just just I, for not like freely, but I'll listen to it alongside of two, three, and four because I want to see like the progression or the difference the between the albums. Yeah. But like, I'd probably rock with just and uh, ooh la la. They may go on a playlist of mine or something. But mm-hmm. the rest is kind of just like this is like music I would listen to if. I'm soul searching or thinking about society, not like trying to listen to music and just jam out. Drowning yeah. in white guilt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Not drowning. He's just kind of treading water. Oh, in swimming guilt. in white guilt. Sorry. Yeah. You, you guys can swim. I hey, I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> See, that's problematic. <laughs> You're, right. You're right. Well, I acknowledge that you can swim. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you put me in their basket, why the fuck shouldn't I be in the basket? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan of them either, goddammit. <laughs> wow. Um, <clears throat> so you're... Uh, two out of five as well. Ish. Yeah, Blake's a trendsetter. I, I do like the... I liked most of the production, but... It was pretty wacky, and I, I understand. Like, it's it's off-puttingly busy. Yep, and and that was that was the big thing. Busy for me. and no harmony really. <laughs> there were no chord progressions, melody, no singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you guys have all hit the points that I would make. So, I mean, my rating is, uh, I'd give it three quarter mile out of a mile because it's it's run the jewels. That's Get not it? what Run the Jewels means. 
but it has run in it. So <laughs> yeah, that's what run means. Yeah, I know. So that's you got your means. So you're a third of the way of. A, <laughs> that's what I was going for. You're a third of the way of a quarter, three quarters of a mile. Yeah, <laughs> like it's. Yeah, it was three songs maybe max. Other ones I didn't hate, but I'm not gonna listen to again. Mm-hmm. You know. So I do think a, an instrumental album would be dope to listen to because the instrumentals were so busy, like by themselves, they might shine, but with activist lyrics on top, I think it was just too much. I feel like if you're epileptic with hearing, you shouldn't listen to this album. To show you how crazy (laughs) Run the Jewels is, they did their album, Run the Jewels 3, they did a remix called Meow the Jewels. I heard about that. That all the beats were cat sounds. (laughs) So that tells you the kind of how they started out. Yeah. And how they've grown into like a more of an activist group with this album. So they're basically like us. Like they started out getting super shit faced, and or we started out getting super shit faced. Memeing on the mic, yeah, <laughs> just memeing on the mic. You know, it's if this is your entry point to run the jewels, don't start here. I don't <laughs> don't start here. You know, I I think I think two is the place to start. One isn't terrible, but it's kind of. You can tell they're kind of figuring themselves out at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I th- honestly, I think all their albums are great. None, I wouldn't say great. I, I say above average. We'll say that. I think two and three are great. I think as a as a just as a, a whole thing, there was the there was a bar I didn't write down in there that kept kept popping up at when I was listening to it for the last couple of days, where LP is talking about how. Uh, if he hears about a future where run the jewels and the shit, he's going to turn his Hitler killing time machine around a hundred years. I don't, that's the four liner I almost wrote down. Yeah. That one fucking kills me every time. Turn you the know? time machine back a century. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I stand by, I think run the jewels is the best duo group out right now. And, and has been since 2012, I think when RTJ one dropped, I'd still rather listen to, Run the Jewels' first album over Drake's first mixtape. Yeah, I mean, with well, all this being said, yeah, I mean that, I that, that, that I was a mixtape though, so it's kind yeah. of apples and oranges there. It's yeah. uh, that's uh, we get it. You don't like black people, Chris. <laughs> no, he black Canadians. Relentless with this shit. <laughs> he likes one black person, Killer Mike. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, two if you count me and Blake. No, I don't true. like very well, many uh, people. Period. <laughs> Don't give a damn what color anyone is. <laughs> you all suck. But yeah, that that fucking gangster boo line at the end of the Walking in the Snow crowd. They cheating. Yeah. One of them is white and one of them is black. So if you don't like them, you automatically racist. And then that just ends the song. <laughs> then they had a line in there something about if if you don't like run the jewels and you run the jewels and you hate the troops. Yeah, I yeah, pretty clever. And that's pretty I think that light. I think that ties back into that that kind of the way they decided to form the group. You know, because like I said, they were two 40 year olds. They're like, man, we missed out on that whole fucking braggadocious rap scene. Let's just do that. You know, like we think it's funny that we're two 40 year olds rapping like we're 12 again. You know, and that's how this group started. And it just progressively grew into this activist shit, you know, which I, I love. I, I would have liked to see someone like Waka on this album. What? See, I don't think he would have fit. And that's the thing. Like, is like if two chains didn't fit, Waka's not fitting. Yeah, it's it's. I, I don't know. I think he. I think Walk is pretty smart. Like compared to, he knows what, what he's doing. What Two Chains offered for the album. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. I don't. I will I don't say though. I agree with that. 
the 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 just from the interviews I've seen walk in, I'm like, it seems like he's got a decent head on his shoulders for some of the I mean, shit. Two chains does too. Two chains. Two chains is yeah. a smart motherfucker. Okay. Yeah, he knows exactly what he's playing for. Like I like two chains. He just didn't fit on it's, this album. It it almost makes me wonder if that's what they wanted him to do. Because mm-hmm. like I don't I don't know how that shit works. I don't know if they say hey just send me some shit and I'll put it on or hey we're I think doing they this song. send him the beat and what they have recorded and they're like hey. Do your shit. I mean, at the end of the day, they paid for it. So, yeah. like, if, if that's what they wanted on there, that's what they got. So, and it could have been one of those things, too, where they're like, you know what? People love Loot Two Chains. Let's get them on the album just to get fucking yeah. more ears on the album. I get you that, know? too. And, and I, I don't hate that. Like, I get that. I understand that. But, like, lyrically, uh, I'd take two, two Chains over Waka. Waka. I don't know. Flocka. That's another song I have to show you is Prof featuring Waka. It's called, a song called Ape Shit, and he fits perfectly on that song. But it's a song about going ape shit. And the Sound music like video it. is a fucking white cop running ramp shit, ramp it. And so it, it's it that whole it, Waka fits with that shit, you know? Or like Joiner. Joiner would have been awesome. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I could see Joiner. But again, it has to be the right song. Because if it's with one of these fucking weird ass beats that are too loud and you can't hear what Joiner's saying, yeah. then it, it's, it kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. And, and and that's the thing is I hope with Run the Jewels 5, they tone down the beats a little bit. Amp up the message because that you guys are fucking nailing it there. There's no, no complaints lyrics lyrics wise like at Maybe all. not tone down the beats, but turn down the beats. I just I they're think loud. They're, they're too busy. I, I don't I don't care it, about even the, if they're busy. Just yeah. if, if I don't have to hear every fucking thing. Yeah, that's true. Like, you just turn the shit down. If I had an option to turn the beats up and turn the fucking vocals up <laughs> in my fu- on my phone yeah i would turn the vocals up or turn the beats down a little bit well yeah. then you would become an engineer i would <laughs> i wouldn't be on a podcast with you fucks <laughs> <laughs> all right and that is the end of this <laughs> blake is officially shutting this shit down <laughs> not to go fight throw hands <sighs> yeah i mean i guess might as well wrap it up huh <laughs> uh- I mean, he wasn't serious, but yeah, <laughs> oh, I guess it's time. Oh, I thought he was. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's that's the thing is like because when I when I suggested we do this for a new release, I was so bummed with that that initial thing because it's like, oh, these guys are gonna fucking hate it. And then the more I listened to it, I was like, no, I can see why everybody would like aspects of this album, except for Blake. I knew, <laughs> I no offense, I knew you were gonna hate it from the so get go. You first heard it, you're like Blake is Blake not. is gonna hate this shit. Yeah, yeah. Blake is Ray, I knew Randy right Jackson away. So bad. I knew right away you're gonna hate it. And the more I delved into it, I I was like, okay, I can see where Jake would like certain aspects of it. I'm still I haven't figured out you yet, so I'm I'm still kind of getting there with you. I thought you would like it more than you did, honestly. Um, I'm honestly kind of surprised because. I didn't listen you, to it blitzed, so I, I stopped to try I that. I didn't either. It's a different perspective. <laughs> I, I listened to it totally. 100% straight while I was at work. So, yeah. Uh, you actually rated it higher to me, than me, and that surprised me. Um, it, like I said, I think lyrically wise, this is their best album. It's just those beats, man. The, the beat selection, it, it didn't do it for me. And one, two, and three, I think they're better introductions to run the jewels than this one was. Um, but having said that, I still think it's a fantastic album. I, I think everybody should give it a chance. You know, uh, it's not album of the year. It's like, just, just, just simmer down. Well, and see, like now. right now, my two choices for album of the year are Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist, and this. Really? 
Yeah. Over over Royce? Over Royce. That's Honestly, that's that's kind of surprising. Yeah. Well, one it um, hurts your soul. I'm really it's, big I'm really big on Freddie Gibbs right now. Uh, the fact that well, he did but, a, a banger album with Mad but, Lib and then did a banger album with Alchemist. But Freddie Gibbs isn't on RTJ4. He's not. But I'm saying th- those are my two. Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo. Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist, Alfredo, and RTJ4 are my two albums of the year. Right yeah, now. and I was saying you picked RTJ4 over Royce's. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's... that's but it's... it's I mean, it's subjective. You know, it's, No, it's, it's, it's not. This is... <laughs> objective <laughs> fuck you this is the most objective thing objective. ever done <laughs> objective you know i always get those fucking wrong no, you said it right no, the first were, time you were right oh, okay fucking yeah fuck you then <laughs> it's subjective even god damn it i got this, on he, he's confusing me even more because i always fuck those two up so it's subjective i prefer those two albums over royce's album like so, subjective subject you one person <laughs> me subjects apes together strong <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm gonna forget that after this night's <laughs> over. So, but no, it's so it's just, personally I like those two albums more than Rice. I can see why he's in the conversation. So, I, I mean, if for me, honestly, it's Alfredo, RTJ, Four, Rice. I'll have to check out Alfredo. It's it's fucking fantastic. I have Freddie Gibbs is shooting up my fucking charts right now, man. Like I even went back and listened to his before album before. Bandana and Pinata came out with Mad Lib, um, and that one's fucking great. Like I ever heard really Neighborhood Hose. I don't know. Uh, it's uh, one I'm, of my favorite Freddie Gibbs song. Yeah, it's I'll actually have the to, first song I ever. I'll heard have to check him. it. the The one I remember because there's the first one I listened to was Bandana, and then Pinata was the other Mad Lib one, his first Mad Lib one, and then there was one where it's like, I want to say it's a pink background and him like chilling on the cover, kind of like the the Michael Jackson cover you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah that was the other one i listened to and that one was fucking great too but alfredo dropped i want to say two or three weeks ago and it's alchemist has produced that one and it's it is fucking great i shared the uh 1985 where he's got that line it's like michael jordan it's 1985 bitch i travel with the cocaine circus yeah. <laughs> you know it's so fucking good like i his flow his cadence and the fact that he can do it, because I mean, Alchemist and Madlib are two completely different producers. Like the sound they they make are way different from each other, and the way he he can work with both of them and make it fit. I can't find a bad song on Bandana or on Alfredo, like, and it blows me away because that's not something I, I didn't expect to like Freddie Gibbs like that. But I do not have a song that I don't like on those two albums. It's it, it's amazing to me. I've listened to those two albums and RTJ three or RTJ four to start my day every day this week. Like that's my first three hours of the day is Alfredo, Bandana, and RTJ four. Sounds like a lot of grimy stuff. I love it. <laughs> For somebody who's never done cocaine, I listen to a lot of cocaine rap. Fucking <laughs> <Yes, you do. laughs> <laughs> a lot of it. I love Pusher T Pusher too. T. Yeah, <laughs> which. Uh, he also did the jingle for Arby's and I think McDonald's too. Push it. He did. I'm loving it. Yeah. Well, not, I don't know about I'm loving it, but we, we have the meats. He definitely did that jingle and I was fucking blown away. This man does cocaine and yeah, Arby's. I'm beats. sure he did. Did cocaine. Yeah. Well, you know, he's rich. He probably does cocaine. <laughs> that's the, that's the white man's drug, but. 
But yeah, that blew my mind when I found out he did the Arby's jingle. Have we talked about uh, the last dance? I don't think we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. I think we briefly went over it. Yeah. What Michael did to Scotty was fucked up. What? That whole portrayal of him. Like when, when Michael took off, retired from baseball to, or basketball to go play baseball. Yeah. It made it look like Scotty was being selfish because he didn't want to go back in. That was that was literally like the only real episode about Scotty in a Michael Jordan documentary. Yeah, that was the whole thing. Is it, why is that there? Uh, it, well, not even that. It was, it was called The Last Dance, and it was supposed to be about the 97 Bulls, but that was a Michael J- Jordan documentary. It was a Michael Jordan hand job. Yeah. is what it was. Through really. and through. Um, I don't think that was just Mike, though. Because, uh, you know, in that those first couple episodes, he's like, you can't talk about Mike without talking about Scotty. Because he, he didn't start winning until Scotty got but there. But Mike had control over all that shit. The documentary? Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm, I'm saying, like... He said in the, those previous episodes, he's like, you can't talk about my championships without talking about Scotty because I didn't win until Scotty got here. You know, so he, he fluffed them up and there were other people too at the same time that were, when, when Scotty set out that game, he was like, they were like, what the fuck? You know, it wasn't just Mike in the documentary saying shit about him. It was, it was the rest of the team saying something about him. And like, I thought it was only, what? It he, was, he didn't set out no game. No, he set out a play. It was, Against the Knicks. It was when oh. Jordan was gone. When Tony Kukoc hit that yeah. shot. Yeah. When okay. Jordan was gone. Like, I mean, it's uh, understandable. Like, you're Jordan's gone. You're the man now. Coach doesn't want to give you the ball. I mean, I can understand him being pissed, but I don't agree with him sitting out. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll just say that. But to have a episode that focused on that, it seemed it seemed shady to me. No, like, I mean, like degrading. Yeah. To Scotty. Yeah, it's like you, you didn't really talk. You talked about him uh, being underpaid, not wanting to play because he was underpaid mm-hmm. and having surgery late. Like the the, the 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 picture you showed of Scotty was not flattering for Scotty at all. But I think looking back, Scotty could agree. Yeah, I probably handled those things wrong. Yeah, but you're, you can't tell me he didn't do anything uh, worth yeah, cause when we were getting kids, showed. It seemed like they were like the pair yeah. on mm-hmm. the court. Like, they just fucking jived. Yeah. Like, Batman and Batman won. And nothing, like, great was it, said about him the whole... It, it seems, I've only seen the first episode, but... I don't I don't think it's... Any, like, not a lot of great things that were said about him. But they focused on him being hurt, how underpaid he was, how he had surgery in the offseason instead of... Uh, or how he waited till the season started to have surgery mm-hmm. and shit like that. It's like, what what does that have to do with this with you michael but and and, you know mike does say he he thought it was a bitch move but i think the way the documentary documentary portrayed it like it i understood scotty 100 percent. like i never once thought oh you fucking asshole no i I completely i I was 100 percent. like the way that the the directors did it is like yeah i get why scotty and michael i understand Michael had a hand in it he had a hand in it but at the same time he thought scotty he he said Scotty waiting until the season started to get that surgery was a bitch move. Ver, not verbatim. He didn't it, say that. But he he did say it was fucked up. You know you know what I'm saying? So he disagreed with the way Scotty handled it, but the documentary didn't portray how he handled it in a negative light, I don't think. Maybe that one play, yes, but I don't think the 
the the way he went into that season where he waited until the season started to get the surgery, I don't think they made it look like, oh, he's an asshole for doing that. You know what I mean? Like, I remember, I, I pretty, unless I'm remembering it wrong, I remember them asking Michael about it. Michael just sat there and shook his head. That's what I'm saying is Michael said in the documentary that it was a bitch move to do it that way. And he didn't agree with the way Scotty did it. But the directors themselves didn't make it look like Scotty was the asshole. Like they made you understand why Scotty did it. It's like this motherfucker's getting paid $7 million a year when he should be getting paid 20 and they refused to renegotiate the contract with them. Yeah. I'd set out and wait. I'm not going to fuck up my, like Scotty said, I'm not going to fuck up my summer. Like, yeah, I get that. You do you, Scotty. Like, so it wasn't. Well, it, you're for, you guys are forgetting the reason why he set the play out. No, we're talking about why he got the surgery right now. Mm-hmm. But the play, yeah, it was because uh, Jackson wanted Kukoc to have the ball in the last shot. Right. Which I get, too. Like, you're the man now. It should have been you, but, like, shit happened. But at the like same time, like, and that was the thing, too, is, like, even, even when Jordan was still on that team, he was okay with giving up the ball for the last shot. Like the game six of their fifth finals, when he passed it to Kerr, because he knew Kerr was going to be open. He's like, be ready. Motherfucker, they're going to be triple teaming me. Be ready. And he gave it to Kerr. It's like, it's okay if you want to give it to one of your role players. You got to trust your role players. There's a reason LeBron passed to Ray Allen in the corner, because he knew Ray Allen could hit that shot. That's not what happened. That's not what happened? No, LeBron shot the three. Bosch got the rebound, kicked it out to Ray. Okay. That's what happened. Yeah. But so LeBron yeah. trusted Bosch to get the rebound yeah, he, and kick he, it he, out to Ray. He's a trust, yeah. That's why he's the GOAT, right, Jake? I, exactly. I 100% agree with everything and anything Michael Jordan did. I don't have any. Oh, even calling out Horace Grant? Yeah. Calling him a snitch, even though he blabbed that I don't, the I whole mean, Bulls team were doing coke? I mean, whatever, like, <laughs> to under... I mean, who, who do you know from the 1985 Chicago Bulls? That's not even the point. It's the principle. Like, you're going you're gonna to fucking call out Horace Grant for for a, a, a allegedly <laughs> snitching some shit. Yeah. While you're... You, ooh. Talking about the cocaine while, circus? While your ass is over here talking about people doing cocaine from that team. Like, you you probably just outed a whole bunch of people we've never even known. Mm-hmm. That their family might not know. I'm not cocaine. talking about that. I'm talking about him as a basketball player. <laughs> oh, even calling his teammates bitches. And yeah, getting, I would have done the same shit. You're here and win a championship. Well, and that's and, just how that's how I was raised playing sports. Well, and you that's, deal with it, and that's the funny thing too. Is out. like like a lot of people talk shit on Jordan for being that way, but nobody says shit about Kobe being that way. Mm-hmm. Like I, my one of my favorite stories since he's passed is about. Uh, the season he he what did he do? He tore his ACL or some shit, and he was out a bunch of games. And he comes into uh, Lakers practice after not seeing the team for fucking weeks, and everybody's like, "Oh shit, Kobe, what are you doing here?" He's like, "I just came to see some of you sucker ass bitches before you get traded." And he's still in his fucking walking boot. You know, it's just like so. Kobe was the same fucking way, but Kobe learned a lot from Jordan. You they know, were, yeah, they were. I and, know. And, and, it was already enshrined in people to to praise Jordan for being like that. Mm-hmm. So when Kobe was doing it, like, oh, he's just being like Mike. He's the greatest. Well, and Kobe learned a lot from Mike. I mean, he says in that documentary, Mike's my big brother. You know, it's like everything I learned from my game is from Mike. Like, And you can see it in the way he played and the way he took shots. Like his turnaround jumper was fucking bar for bar Mike. 
Like you, you can see he studied that tape and he asked questions and he learned from Mike. I think LeBron would have learned a lot too had he had the chance to play against Mike. Had Mike not retired before LeBron was fucking out of sixth grade or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was, you know, like and and LeBron got to play with Mike and uh, pickup games he, and shit, yeah, you know. When, but it wasn't in the NBA like, like when Kobe he was did. Playing, oh shit, it was like. His junior year or senior year in high school, you got to play with him yeah. at like some camp or whatever. Some camp, yeah. But it wasn't like Kobe where they're playing in the All Star game right. against each other, you know. And and Mike beats Kobe, and Kobe's like, "All right, how did you? What like what happened? What do I what do I need to focus on there?" You know. And and that was that was honestly the most interesting part of that documentary was the, the small. I mean, it was fucking five minutes of one episode, but seeing Kobe like pick his brain and study him and, and how he talked about him and, and how he, he talked about asking him questions and, you know, and it, it was just, and then looking back and seeing the tapes and like, especially the comparison tapes on, on some of the ways that Mike took shots versus Kobe taking shots. And you, it's like, Oh, you can see where Mike was like, Hey, do this. And Kobe did that. You know, there was a lot of Mike in Kobe's game. And the, I that's, don't know. That's why whenever there's like a, would you rather take team A or team B? Mm-hmm. And Michael and Kobe are on the other side, so I just cancel them out. They yeah. don't. They don't fucking. They cancel each other out. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll base it on the other four. So that's that's part of the reason why is because they're essentially the same same fucking player mm-hmm. and, like, and had the same same coach, same defense. Like they were tenacious. You know, they they didn't take plays off, and they they would will you to fucking win. You know, I I, I gained a lot of respect from Kobe recently. I didn't. That, All it took was a plane crash. Or a helicopter. <laughs> helicopter. Crash. That's fucking brutal. Wasn't it you telling me? Who was it telling me? Like a bunch of there was a bunch of people on like Call of Duty that was they were like uh war zone or something like that. And like they were all the highest you have to put the money into the fucking uh helicopter. Well I yeah. guess a bunch of people on there were like Kobe and fucking wrecked the crow would crash fucking helicopter. God. I'm like, that's fucking terrible. The internet is awful. Awful, awful. Did you hear about the schmuck uh, going off on Tom Morello about their music yes. being too political? Yes. I almost <laughs> brought that up. We were talking to R- RTJ. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. I'm done listening to Rage Against the Machine. You guys have gotten way too political. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom Morello's like, when have we not? How can I find this music to delete it? Have you actually yeah. have you listened to our music? Yeah. Their, their fucking name is Rage Against the Machine, <laughs> you idiot. That's that's one of my favorite things. It's like, what did he think they were raging against? Right. The toaster? Yeah. You know, like, what, what the, the fuck The dishwasher. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why it's a brave little toaster. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's... it's. <laughs> I saw some memes. Uh, ben and Jerry's came out. It was like, hey, yo, basically, fuck white supremacy. And people mm-hmm. were like... Well, guess it's time to protest Buddha Jerry's because <laughs> they said fuck white supremacy. Yeah, you're well, well yeah. Hmm. Okay, okay. So you're you're I get it. a Ku Klux Klan's yeah, member. Identified. You're an idiot. <laughs> Way to go! It's, that's a smart move on your part. It's like they see the word white and like don't understand what supremacy means. Maybe yeah. it's the trash taking itself out. Just, you go <laughs> ahead. You fucking go ahead. <laughs> Like I didn't realize they actually they uh, don't have like a uh, a background check type of thing going on. Like if you have like a felony, you can still work for them. They don't they really give a fuck. 
Yeah. Just don't treat you like a normal person. Have you posted some racist shit on Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> Check yes or no. <laughs> like the, I don't want to get back on that. Whatever. No, let's go. I mean, how long let's, have we been recording now? One forty. So we can go a little bit longer. <laughs> let's rant on some racist shit. Let's just, let's just push rope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the amount of people that I've had conversations with on Facebook over the past week have uh, like I, it's hard for me to go on Facebook anymore because it's just stupid people sharing stupid shit mm-hmm. like the whole fucking uh, Paw Patrol shit are you fucking kidding me they're trying to kill some Paw Patrol like die I'm honestly shocked I haven't seen any of that. The only one I've seen is that that black chick talking about how George Floyd isn't a hero. That's the only one I've seen. Nobody's calling him a hero. He's a fucking martyr. He died. He's dead. Mm -hmm. He didn't do anything but be a person. Well, that's that goes back to yeah, the media made him a hero. Well, and that yeah, that goes back to uh, Dave Chappelle's what eight forty six or whatever the hell. Um, he he talks about that and and that chick being the the smartest idiot that he's ever seen. Probably Candace Owens. Uh, yeah. It sounds Candace like it's something fucking Candace yeah. Owens would say. Because he, well, he's got a criminal record and this and that, so he shouldn't be a hero. And Dave Chappelle goes, we didn't make him a hero. You did when you fucking killed him. You know, like that's the thing is he's, and, and I've seen all these arguments about, oh, he had a criminal record. Duh, 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 duh. Yeah, but he served his time. There's a dude at work that said that. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him and I said, what the fuck does that matter? Mm-hmm. Just because you have a criminal record, that doesn't mean you desert well. No, it doesn't. It does for, not. For an accidental counterfeit 20? It does it not 10? mean you deserve to be killed in public. No. I would, I'm pretty sure, I would argue I'm that. I'm pretty like sure it's in the Constitution that you have a chance for a fair trial. Right. You know, and, and for especially for a counterfeit bill. I can't remember if it was a and 10 or a 20. As soon as I said that, he's like, oh, well, yeah, I, I know. Like he's backtracking. I was like, "No, you don't know. No, you don't. Checked, so why you back? Yeah. Why? Why'd you even say that? Yeah, because that's irrelevant. Well, and, and that's the thing is like because he heard it on Fox. The, you. <laughs> it's guaranteed that's what it was. Number one and number two. If think if you said that to him compared to I said that to him, would his would his stance change? No, he'd probably exactly. just use the end word with you. <laughs> exactly. Like no, man. He's just a he's just a dirty n word. You know, and and it, and, and sure. I'd go, nah, see, there it is. You know, like <laughs> that's so that's we got to that? the root to the problem. Yeah. I kind of want to. That's deep. This sounds bad, feel. but I kind of want to experience some mild form of this just to you go have, on. You just don't know it in my in my. But so I can react the way I want to react and not give two fucks about the outcome. Mm-hmm. You you want to face off with me? No. <laughs> No, but it's just like like why can't I be somewhere and where somebody said, yeah. casually throws like, it out? Oh, dude, yeah, I feel it. Like I'm, I can feel it right now. Well, and see, that's the thing is like they might as well say the joke. And sucks. That's, that's, just think, right. all you did was throw a quarter at my face, and you fucking chucked it. Yeah. Oh my god, I was thinking about that the other day. Me. Think, think if we weren't friends. <laughs> Yeah. Think if we weren't friends. Yeah. Think if it was like a Confederate money. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, oh, and see that that's to go back to my statement about 
problematic shit and and shit I've been ingrained with is I've I've been around so many white people that are confident and comfortable saying the N word around me, and I just let it slide when I was younger. Now I'm in check mode, like fucking Basham Brothers. Let's go, throw me in that penalty box. Like I'm imagine ready for it. imagine being that, but black. Exactly. Like, but here's here's the thing though is imagine not having or being that way but not having people be comfortable saying it around you so it's a it's a weird situation it, to be in because because people that's worse than being comfortable and saying it around you it's it being constantly ready to check somebody for it uh, is that okay, what you mean because no. that's the that's the thing is like i am the definition of a fucking hippie i have a full beard i have a man bun I wear a fucking Buddha chain around teething, my neck. You wear a teething fucking necklace around your Yeah. Anal <laughs> beads. And people, white men, still feel comfortable dropping the hard ER around me. And I just look at them and I go, like, bro. Like it's okay since you're white yeah, that you're going to be okay Just because my skin is white, yep. they think I'm going to be cool with it. And, as, and I am the textbook definition of a liberal asshole. <laughs> Like I fit. If you look up "liberal" in the fucking dictionary, yeah, you like, see me. When I look at you, I'm like, yeah, he disc golf's. They're, they're he, called yes. he, he goes to breweries. Yeah, <laughs> micro <laughs> micro breweries, yeah. micro breweries, and he doesn't wear deodorant. <laughs> he woosahs every day, and people still feel comfortable dropping that hard hard er around me. Even the even the soft landing at the end of the word, they shouldn't be comfortable with. No. Yeah. No, and they really shouldn't. And and like I said, it hasn't happened in years. Thankfully, uh, I think the last time that it happened was maybe I was twenty one that somebody dropped a hard ER around me and felt comfortable doing it. And see, I'm and not I, gonna I'm not gonna get pissed off about somebody using nigga because like I I understand that that's getting more and more part of pop pop culture. Mm-hmm. Hip hop's fucking huge. And it's just uh that's easier to let go. Yeah. That's easier to let go. Absolutely. I, it's still gross when a white people people use it. I, I don't feel I don't like it when white people use it. It's I the hardy R. that over the hardy. Yeah, the hardy oh, R yeah. is the is the, is the 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 very bad one. Like well, the hardy R to- is like they, the Republicans and nigga is like the Democrats. They just took the <laughs> exactly. word and made it flip You can it and you made can drop cool. the soft A over that that democratic picture where they're all on their knee with the fucking <laughs> yeah. yeah, those stupid ass African scarves yeah, that like they got. Jesus Christ is my nigga. <laughs> yeah. I remember I was at fucking um that's one God guy damn that it, the country bar <laughs> in your town. What's the country bar? Outlaws. Outlaws. And I was sitting there, and this dude was like, uh, he's like, man, look at them fucking niggers over there. And I was like, I just looked at him. I was like, what the fuck did you just say? And he's like, you see them niggers over there? Like, I'm like, bro, you better choose a different word. Mm-hmm. In the next five seconds. Because he didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. Or I will snap your fucking neck and listen to you gasp for air. Yo, mm-hmm. fucking undercover brother. <laughs> yeah. And he just looked Man, at me. This ain't Taco Bell. <laughs> he just looked at me and I was like, yeah, motherfucker. And he just got up and left. Mm-hmm. It felt good. Way to use your white privilege, bro. But hey. <laughs> Light skin matters. <laughs> Maybe they. Maybe they need to start using us light skinned. No, you need put, to stop using us, slang if you're trying to catch somebody slipping. <laughs> you need to put infiltrate the light skin into the white. Into the That's like, why Jalen's <laughs> born, bro. That's why Jalen's here. Bro, his hair is too just, curly. 
Yeah, but yeah, it's blonde. You got that line That's true. That you could just look like a Jew. I guess. <laughs> or I the Jews. I don't think the I've, Jews. I don't know how to say that. I don't think properly. Jews have blonde hair. Well, they're they're part of the Aryan race, aren't they? No, that's why they were massacred. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that's called the Holocaust, Jake. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. Just ask Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> ask Glenn Beck. They'll tell you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, so back back what I was saying. The the it's like I was saying with the marketing thing. Like, don't riot. You're, it's a bad marketing plea. Yeah. Marketing scheme or whatever. Yeah. The there was somebody who said the rioters are just as bad as that cop. And my response was, how? Mm-hmm. How is burning buildings, fucking stealing shit from stores, just as bad as killing somebody? No, it's not. It's not. And, I, and it's like that. There was that meme. All that I shit shared. can be replaced. A person yeah. can. Well, and, that, and that 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 was that meme I shared. That was like you need to check your white privilege because you say, yeah, it was terrible that a man got killed but they shouldn't be but. burning and looting these buildings and you should be saying yeah it's oh, terrible I that they're burning that. and looting these buildings Why but they shouldn't be yeah. killing people you know? and, and that's the way that conversation goes deflection shit Stuff again doesn't we were talking about matter. last time yeah mm-hmm. it's it's the it's i i told i i said this verbatim i was like you're looking at it as a black and white thing no pun intended mm-hmm as in, I'm not trying to say this you, is a race thing. Yeah, you're not seeing the gray. Yes. Yeah. And he was, he, he got a little upset with me about that. I was like, I said no pun intended. Yeah. Like, I'm not. He doesn't understand that. And yeah. Which which sucks. Which like, I don't, if I know you, I'm I'm trying to have a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. If I'm trying to piss you off, you're, you know what I'm like, you, you'll know. Yeah. You know? But it's, I was trying to say like, there, there's, it's, it's like the difference between me hitting you in the shoulder me hitting you in the balls. Yes, I hit you, but one of those is a worse hit. Yeah. Hands down. They're both wrong. Oh, yeah, your shoulder, man. <laughs> yeah, right? Like you got bones and stuff. Yeah. Like that's why I'm getting my balls taken out so I can take those hits. So it's fair. Um Yeah, it was just like I I'm I was explaining to him that there's shades of gray. Mm-hmm. Yes, the looting is wrong. But this happened. This is not worse. The the rioting and shit is not worse than this person who's supposed to be protecting and serving taking somebody's life. <laughs> There's no way that's worse. All of this is because of this. Exactly. It's, it's <laughs> how hard is that to understand? And that that Cause video that video that the the <clears throat> chick talking about the National Football Hall of Fame, where she's like, "We don't fucking own anything. I don't give a shit if they burn that building down. Yeah. I don't give a shit if they burn a million targets." Because we don't that's, fucking own anything. That's part of not understanding how it is to be black in America. Mm-hmm. Is there? You're yes, you live there, but that's not your shit. Mm-hmm. That's not black owned. Mm-hmm. And the the I two times you, you can drive through and see the black owned shit's not touched. Mm-hmm. And the two times that they tried to own property, white people came in and burned everything to the fucking ground. Oh, well, they firebombed everything they fucking. They shouldn't owned. have been black. Yeah. Like, they I mean, shouldn't have been just, black in the 60s. They shouldn't have. And it's fucking amazing to me how, like, when you think of, of segregation and shit like that, you think of it like back with slavery. Mm-hmm. Bro, that was But that was 50, 50 years, years ago. ago. People yeah, are 60, alive. 60 years yeah. ago. People who were alive then, like teenagers then, able to alive. comprehend stuff, are still alive mm-hmm. and 
probably in fucking politics. Mm-hmm. That's what's crazy is everybody walks around like that shit is hundreds of years like old. Like Christopher Columbus hey, days. Yep. Just forget about it. But 9-11, bro? Yeah, never. Never forget. Never forget. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Like 100%. Like Michael Che said, all buildings matter, bitch. <laughs> yeah. How you like that? Yeah. 100%. I want one of those shirts. <laughs> yeah. Which would be 100%. fucking great. I saw that too, and that shit killed me. I'm going to yep. walk around in September with an all buildings matter that shirt. Would, that would make so much money. Mm-hmm. Like, we should make that shirt and fucking give all the fucking proceeds to, to BLM. Mm-hmm. 100%, dude. Like, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's great. It's fucking great. The, the, and, and that's the thing that, like fucking kills me about because i didn't learn about tulsa and black wall street until two three years ago you weren't in a white high school in the middle of kansas right it's weird right it's weird how i never heard about any black history thing except for them being slaves in high school or just mal or michael or michael malcolm uh, and michael and mlk or michael why you do i keep saying michael no you don't say that yeah. fuck like i didn't even this sounds so ignorant of me but I didn't even know like Black History Month was a thing until I got out of high school. Mm-hmm. Same. It wasn't that big a deal when we were in k- school. Like, it really wasn't. I mean, it was it was kind of like a back burner thing. Like you knew it was there, but you didn't really know it was there. If you know we don't I mean? tell them, they won't ask about it. Like, and then, and why that goes back to the. Why wouldn't you want to? Because that's systematic shine racism. on it. They don't want because you to. They, they don't, don't want care. you to be empowered. They don't. Yes. And that's that's the thing that annoys me so much about these fucking statues. It's like, well, we can't forget history. Motherfucker, you've already forgotten history. You mm-hmm. forgot Black Wall Street. Okay? Or you didn't know. You didn't teach people about Black Wall Street. You, you refuse to teach people about Black Wall Street because that's not indicative of your stance in this situation. Oh, it doesn't and fit in our curriculum. Yeah, that's, <sighs> that's the inherent white supremacy in the system. And that's Why the problem. Why is it we all learned about the Holocaust? Because Jews run the fucking media. Because it didn't happen. That's, that's why we learned about it. <laughs> yeah. Prob- that's problematic. That's problematic. I'm triggered. I feel triggered now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, the goddamn Jew media. <laughs> fucking oh, Walter Crockheit. <laughs> They're trying to globalize. That's the word. The goddamn global media. <laughs> like, why do right. people think they're slick? They're trying to, to not use such fucking racist terms. But no. Nah, and I don't get away with and, that. And that's the thing is like, it's shit like that it, that if if people could understand <laughs> that systematic racism is a problem, they would see all this shit going on. You know, they would see why all of this encompassing thing is a problem, and not just oh, not just priest br- police brutality. Like that is a thing. It's a real thing. I'm not trying to discredit it at all, but it's a it's a piece of the pie. You yeah, know, like it's all this one stuff piece. is a symptom mm-hmm. of a problem. Yeah. It's not the problem, it's a symptom. It just fucking hit me. When I was in college, <clears throat> there was this uh <coughs> black chick and she would always walk around like the uh like not commons, but like the cafeteria yeah. area, and she would only walk up to like the mixed or the black kids and be like, Hey here, come to this, come to that, come to this, come to that. Yeah, and she I'm, was being racist. And I ju- it just hit me. I was like, Blake, you just blew her off. Like, like you didn't want anything to do with that, mm-hmm. which I should have. And now I feel like a piece of shit. You shouldn't. You, you shouldn't. Because it's, you were, you weren't. You were indoctrinated by the system. You were raised to be a poor white person, not a poor black person. If that makes sense. 
Like you I was, in, I was raised a poor white person. Yeah, you were indoctrinated to the system. I guess that's all it is. I never thought of it like yeah. that. You know, and, and that's the that's the sad reality of the situation. You know, like it's it's mm. it's what's sad is I think if I would have grown up with my dad, I'd been the same way. Because my dad's always wearing cowboy hats and shit, cowboy boots. <laughs> I would have, but I, don't I think know. you would have. I think you would have understood the plight. Your dad is dark. Yeah, he's like, he's Yo, really Nigerian. fucking dark. Like he's darker yeah. than Wesley Snipes. Like darknesses. He's not. He's not Bernie Mac dark. That's Donald. Yeah, like that motherfucker. <laughs> I, black. You know. <laughs> I hate your black arms. <laughs> yeah, your dad and your <laughs> your dad and your uncle <laughs> may be a little bit of fucking Rick James black. Fifty fifty percent Nigerian. They should have never gave you inwards money. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your couch, darknesses. Uh, but yeah, uh, but like, yeah I, I guess I never, I never looked at it like that till just now. Like it's the wow. same reason why I felt comfortable. And that's nothing against your moms. Right. That's nothing at all against your moms. They just don't understand it. You know, and that's just I don't understand it. I'm trying to learn. Well, I'm my mom told to. me that uh, when my grandfather hated black people Mm -hmm. was very racist i guess mine too and it took my mom fleeing with me and my stepdad to colorado without saying anything and like my grandpa couldn't find her and he had no idea where the fuck she was and i don't know how he found her but he did and my mom told him she's like one day blake's gonna ask why you don't want to like hold him or talk to him or like how come you never want me to come over and do things and i'm gonna tell him why Mm -hmm. and i guess from that day on like a light switch went off and everything changed that's good and it sucks that it takes that Mm -hmm. like it it sucks that it takes a personal experience for someone to to (laughs) understand someone else's plight or Mm -hmm. how someone else's understanding of things yeah and you know I'm not gonna lie. I think one of the the easiest. Oh, I will give it two two reasons why I think I'm able to understand the plight so much. One, my mom is hardcore conservative, so she was she's not racist. I wouldn't say she's got some problematic ideas, but she's not racist. Yeah, uh, you, you can know. be conservative and not be racist. Yeah, it's, she's not. It was never. There was no end bombs dropped in my house. It wasn't like that. You know, it's. But there, you also wasn't listening to rap music. <laughs> oh. I, I mean, I was a fucking goth emo kid Your in high mom school. So. Wasn't listening to rap music. So let's let's put it this way: I don't think my mom is racist, but th- just there's a couple weeks ago, when I was out playing disc, I was like, "Yeah, there's a lot of people out here fishing during all the COVID pandemic shit." And she's like, "Oh, are they Asian? Because a lot of people Asian, a lot of Asian people catch their fish and sell it in the market." Now, my first thought was, oh. "Jesus fucking Christ!" First of all, no, they're all white. Every single person I've seen out here fishing is white. You asshole! Like I wouldn't I call Asians that. A- I wouldn't call that racist though. It's problematic. It is definitely problematic. Yeah, you know, because it's, what took her brain there? She just made an assumption. That's a stereotype. Yeah. Like you hear rap music, you know I'm actually going to think a white person. Yeah, I mean, like it's just. It's, I mean, I think it's M&M. problematic. It's and, not and that's some racist, some ingrained shit that needs to be fixed. You know, and that's what I, that's what I said earlier in the episode. It's problematic. So it's, did you have that conversation with her, or is it not even worth having? It's it's one of those things where she is so far gone, I avoid it. 
But the second she shares some, shares some shit on Facebook, her ass is getting deleted. <laughs> you know, like we've gotten to that point in my life. You know, uh, okay. so so there was one. There was she was hardcore conservative, and I, I'm a hardcore. I'm, I was big on rage and punk, and so anti-establishment. I pushed back from that. And number two was psychedelics. I'm not gonna lie, psychedelics. They opened my eyes to new ways of thinking, new ways of thought that. I would not have experienced had I not eaten mushrooms. Fuck yeah. I'm just going to say that straight Fuck up. Fuck yeah. Uh, you know, mushrooms opened my eyes to, like I said, when, when I first started high school, I was a hardcore depressed goth emo piece of shit. Then I ate mushrooms and I was like, you know what? Shit ain't so bad, man. Now you're just depressed. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and it, it just, it, it allowed me to experience things and opened these doors of perception in my mind that I never would have gotten to. I think I would have gotten to, but I wouldn't have gotten to to the extent if had I not done them. You know what I mean? So now when, now when I look at somebody and go, I can connect with you. It may take me 36 different ways of doing it, doing it but I can connect with you. All right, Wu-Tang. Even the most stringent, <laughs> stringent like Trump supporter, I can find a way to connect with that person. And that's what it takes. It's like you got to find that that one thing Is that you that guys can talk about mm-hmm. to like, hey, oh, you you understand that? Let me explain this to you. Yeah, like and you may not understand my perspective, but I can understand why you're getting to where you're getting mm-hmm. from. I don't agree with it. I think ninety nine percent of you is wrong, but I know why you're getting there. Do you, you guys know, know who Daryl Davis is? I don't uh, think so. I heard the name. I think the uh, black music musician that oh yes KKK yes yes Rose. yes yeah that was on Rogan yeah that I like that badass guy. I watched uh, he had a documentary mm-hmm. and he's, he was in Maryland yep. and it was and it was crazy to me seeing those black guys pissed off at him because he was doing this what was it it I don't remember the wasn't it he, friend, he something friendship he's taking the KKK guys and making them not KKK yeah guys. He's yeah like converting he, them yeah. oh okay. He's one by one. He would like find them like just not. I don't know how he found. I don't remember how he found them, but he would like eventually sit down and talk to him. They become friends. And once uh, that happened, the guys were like, oh, this is not the this is not for me anymore. You're not what I thought you were. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like essentially what everything should. (laughs) You don't even eat watermelon and fried chicken. What the hell? (laughs) Like every day. He explains it. Get the meatloaf. (laughs) He's like, these are these are pieces of shit that have nothing. And they're looking for that gang that those people to be a part of something. Mm -hmm. It's a family. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, then they I become friends with them and they realize this shit is not for me. Like. No. Why are we hating people because we're lonely? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's it's the inherent tribalism in human beings. But he, he looked up the, like, leader of the area that he was le- living in or whatever and, like, tracked him down at some bar they frequented and went and sat in their fucking booth. And everybody was like, what the fuck? And he didn't show up that day, so he found out where the guy lived or they met at a hotel room or something. And the dude had like a bodyguard with him and they were covered in swastikas and shit. And he thought he was going to die that day, but they ended up having a conversation and all this shit. And they're friends to this day. Mm-hmm. Like it's a beautiful story. Daryl Davis. Like he, he essentially scalped these racists. Like they would give him the, they would give Daryl their, their regalia. Mm-hmm. Their yep. KKK. He shirt. has their fucking uniforms. 
And that's that's fucking awesome. It's like and, trophies. Like I did this. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's. Do you I, think he puts it on and like looks in the mirror? Like fucks <laughs> his wife with it. Oh my god. He does like the the dude from fucking American History X. He <laughs> <laughs> just crosses his eyes. We just hate them because they stink and. <laughs> yeah, he he even does the accent too. <laughs> Get over here, nigger. <laughs> <laughs> we wearing the masks or not? <laughs> yeah. I can't see <laughs> shit. <laughs> like I think we all think the bags was a good idea. It's a good idea. <laughs> but not this time. Maybe next time. <laughs> oh, dude. One of the funniest fucking scenes. Oh, this is great. Fucking <laughs> Django. It's, you nailed it. Like, how could you... That's the only way I can sympathize with the KKK is that scene. It's their origin story. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I get... That's that's tough, man. I know why you hate black people now. I get it. Like, that's... Like, the, I, for them to even, like, think of... Let's video a conversation about wearing masks <laughs> for the first time. That's Quentin Tarantino, dude. That's Quentin. 100% oh, Quentin Tarantino. It was, it was good. It was so good. The, <laughs> but no, it like, it's... It, it's it, that's the thing is the, the hardest block is getting that side to understand that you can see our perspective just as much as we can see yours. We, we don't have to agree with it. But I get where you're coming from on these situations. I'm, and not all of them. There are certain things that I, I don't, I can't fathom why you get there. But there are some points that I'm like, okay, it's wrong, but I would rather show you why you're wrong or attempt to show you why you're wrong than just say you're wrong and let that be the end of it. In know? order to do that, though, you have to be willing to, to say, admit you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Like and you can't be, oh, no, no, I'm always right. Yeah. You can't have that mentality. And expect to, like, if if you have that mentality, you're not expecting to change. Well, Those no. same people Pointless don't theory. listen to anyone. Yeah, they can't listen. They're just so str- strung, stringent in their ways that like there's nothing that can change. Best the world at everything, like knows mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. uses sharpies all the time. Tucker, Tucker Carlson. That's exactly who God, we're talking that's about. A fucking cock, dude. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. So you see what he shit said about they didn't build this country, they didn't fucking da 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 da, and everybody's like, uh, yes, we did. Black Ow. people built this country. Immigrants built this country. Mexicans, Indians, Asians built this country. I, well, I white mean, people Indians did not. Gave, Native Americans, gave natives. It up. Sorry, they, see, uh, even that's problematic. Calling them Indians. Yeah, it's ingrained. And, and I've been better about that, but I am a little bit drunk right now, yeah. so it slipped. I apologize. It happens. We all revert back to our racist ways. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is we need to get all these. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm Breathing kidding. up all the white man's air. <laughs> Condoleezza rice. <laughs> Sounds like a Mexican dish. <laughs> we should sit on a plane to Mexico with the Mexicans eat her. And that's the end of the episode. Let the hate flow through you. <laughs> what power? Woogie boogie. <laughs> oh, fucking Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> Nobody can do a racist white man like a, a fucking black man. <laughs> a racist white supremacist black man. Yeah. <laughs> like Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. God. All right. <laughs> is, that where, is that really where we're going to yeah. wrap this one yes, up? Okay. Oh, probably ought to be. So there it is. Uh, episode 155 is in the books. I uh, hope you like the racism talk and the RTJ4 review. True media. Uh, seriously, go go listen to RTJ4. You're gonna have opinions on it, but I think I think it it would benefit everybody to hear the message at least once. At least try. 
you don't like it, you don't like it. Move on with your life, but give it a shot. Follow us on Twitter. Let us know what you think about RTJ4 because we're the ones who basically are making this popular. So what's yeah, our Twitter right? handle? And and Broke Dude Podcasts. Broke Dude Pod. BD at, Pod. At Broke Dude Pod. BD, BD Pod. We're so I don't know. terrible. I just <laughs> I literally just tweet fuck you at the president every day. I don't pay attention. Like you can just look up Broke you? Dude Podcasts. Yeah, That's I always me. laugh when I see that. It's, it's yeah. me. Every, every day, day for I've been going on like four Five years since now since we started. I'm pretty sure. Oh, since he got elected. <laughs> Four I think years. it was a couple months Every after he day. got elected. And it's not going to stop when he gets voted out either. Like I'm going to keep going. Uh, let's see. It's, i got to scroll through. Somebody keep talking while I scroll I think through. It's, All right. Just, and, uh, just look up Broke Dude Podcast. It'll come up. We're the only Broke Dude Podcast ever. I don't I don't know how to fucking work Twitter. We'll, we'll Highlander the fuck out of anybody who thinks, they're, thinks otherwise. I don't care what I missed. Just show me me tweeting at the president. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. Top, top left corner. Broke Dude Pod. There yeah. you go. There broke it is. Broke Dude Pod. Copyright. For Jed. Jake. Chris. <laughs> Jews <laughs> Media. <laughs> It's because I had your Twitter profile, so I said your name. We are Broke Dude Podcast. We'll see you in two weeks. (laughs) Fucking wrecked.